It's it's funny because like this is always one of those things that I have always wanted to do is mm-hmm. either this or like be a guest star on The Simpsons. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but but I was like, no, this would be awesome. And then I saw that you were doing it, and that's ultimately why I'm here. Like, there's nothing in specific that I really want to like. Um, yeah, yeah. Plug or anything yeah, like just that. Push yeah. on people and be like, this is my religious beliefs or whatever. But yeah. No, I just I just wanted to get here and show love and be like, just see what it's about. Let's Hell do yeah. it, you know. Ladies and gentlemen, sit back, relax. I am Podcast Poppy, and you are tuned into a brand new episode of Quarter Life Crisis, starting right now. Three, two, one. Here we are. Fucking Welcome. Another episode. This Day is Rock awesome. In this motherfucker for no reason. For no no reason at all except for to show love. Yeah. That's no. it. When you messaged me, I was like, uh, um, I was like, yeah, of course. You know what I mean? Like we mm-hmm. chop it up at we chop it up at work, and I was like, right. oh yeah, that'll be perfect. And uh, and then you're like, yeah. I was like, well, you know, I don't even think I asked you. You were just like, yeah, dude, I just want to come on, show some love, man. That's it. Yeah. Just pop on, dude. That's awesome. Yep. I uh, like I said, the whole like you know doing YouTube and everything yeah. like. I know what the process is. Right. I know it's you either you run into a creative barrier or mm-hmm. you're trying to figure out what you want to do next or what where the your you know your audience wants to see or hear. Yeah. Like yeah. that's the struggle. Yeah. And and just to be able to like be able to like collaborate, you know, be part of this. Yeah. It just I know that it helps. And that's oh, all huge. I want to do. So when I first uh when I first released, you know, when I was like, you know, I'm looking into you know, what's the best way to start a podcast and things like that. And they talked about content, like make sure you have like three to five episodes already recorded before you leave, release. You don't want to run behind on, on, you know, oh, yeah, um, for sure. on content because you're releasing either a week, every week or every two weeks or whatever it is that you're doing. And so I was a little, I was worried about that. And then I was talking to some local podcasters and they were like, you know, make sure that, uh, you just have your friends on the show, you yeah. know, cause it's, it's unlimited content, you know? And then, um, you know, I was asking people and, you know, like to come on, you know, like a musician and a graphic designer and a fitness coach. And then, uh, I started having like people like yourself, like a couple of my buddies, like, yo man, let me, let me come on the podcast and just doing podcasts for no reason mm-hmm. and having, uh, you know, like real conversations is what a lot of people want to hear. Cause I watch a lot of Joe Rogan and a lot of times you'll see, he'll just pop on with his buddy, no fucking script. And he'll just, they'll go off on God knows there's like no specific topic or anything like that. Oh, so yeah. I really do appreciate you reaching out and popping on here. You know what I mean? Yeah, and, not a problem. and now we can, we can bitch about the things that we got to bitch <laughs> about at FedEx on, on the mic, dude. All right. So how long have you been doing that YouTube channel? Uh, I actually started it. You know, it's a crazy thing. I, I'm going to go back a little bit. So yeah. I started watching YouTube as just a things that my mom would send me she would be right, like right. oh you got to see this funny video and yeah, then yeah. i'd watch it and then my kids got into it and they started watching it. and they're like dad you got to watch this funny video mm-hmm. and then it was you know tiny little videos here and there and then uh, a good friend of mine said you got to check out this video of this guy in a corvette who gives his buddy a corvette and they raced on the freeway to try to see who can get the bigger speeding ticket dude tell me you're talking about the two gray corvettes and they crash no, oh, no, but I, I I've like, seen that one. That okay, one, okay. That one pops up in, in the search when you're typing that too. Yeah, yeah. But he's like, you got to watch it because the one dude gets pulled over and the other buddy goes, I'm not letting him get a bigger, bigger speeding ticket. Yeah. So he passes the cop and his buddy further on the shoulder no. and goes around him that way. 
And uh, I, I, to this day, I cannot find that video. Yeah. But I've looked so many times. So I typed in Corvette runs from cops. And then, mm-hmm. of course, a number of videos popped up. And I just was so interested in that. But a YouTuber came up. Mm-hmm. And this YouTuber came up and he reminded me of my cousin. Okay. And so I was like, I got to watch what he's doing. And I pretty much have been watching him since he was like 200,000 subscribers. Oh, wow. What's so he, he at now? He's at like 1.2 million. Damn. Yeah. So he blew up. And that was realistically like. What was he doing? Like, like what's on ago. his channel? Cars. That's all oh, he does. Just cars. He just talks about his cars that he's got. He drives around, shows you buttons inside the cars. And like, yeah, yeah. he's just. And I thought to myself, I'm like. This dude has built an audience of that many subscribers, and then I just got into it, right. you know? And it was actually down to the day where he got his one millionth subscriber was the day that I told myself, I'm like, look, I got a GoPro, I got a phone, yeah, I've got the equipment, like, fuck it. Why don't I just start putting stuff on there and see yeah. what happens? And, you know, and it dates back to even when I was a little kid, that's all I ever wanted to do was... Mm-hmm entertain people i didn't want a regular job yeah i wanted to be entertained i didn't care if i was ever famous mm-hmm. i didn't care if i was ever like super rich i just wanted to entertain, entertain people. people yeah you know and i man we picked the fucking worst job at fedex <laughs> bro what the fuck the only thing that i can tell you about fedex is it definitely like it molds you into being a man you will be resilient yeah yeah you you take you will, a lot of crap you will there's a lot of things going on today and these there's people that are not that it's wrong that but they're like you know um things are happening to people they're in c- circumstances or they're going through adversities and they're like this isn't right and this isn't fair and i'm like man you guys should fucking walk into the warehouse one day like that shit is for real ruthless especially the last 6 months like i don't think people understand uh because everyone has seen the economy fall oh, yeah. so hard in the last six months, right? We've been going on like six months with this COVID shit, right? Oh, I, are we able to even talk about it? I don't know how that works. Oh. I, I know that I can't talk about it. Oh, but. Yeah. oh I, I mean, I fucking talk about whatever the fuck I want. So. <laughs> and you can swear. So yeah, you can. Awesome. Yeah, it's like I like to keep it. I'm not corporate at all. It's funny because I'm so corporate when I'm at work. But yeah, I have my buddies on here, man. Like I said, you know, I'd like... I'll come and have my buddies on. We'll be drinking, doing whatever, listen to music, you know. So it's a, it's laid back. So I don't know. You could edit whatever you need to edit out of there, but everything is free game on on my podcast oh, for well, sure. I like to just keep it natural. I think what I'm going to do at this point because like I'm not famous. Right. I have 28 lovable subscribers that yeah. <laughs> you know, that are loyal. They watch my stuff. I'm sure more people, according to my analytics page, a lot of people watch my stuff, but they don't. I only have 28 subscribers, right. which is fine. You know, yeah, like yeah. as long as I can, but entertain, you got a lot of views. You, yeah. People are watching it. Oh yeah. As long as I can keep entertaining, I'm yeah. going to keep doing what I can do until I get the cease and desist letter. Yeah. <laughs> this is, you can't, you can't, you gotta stop. You, yeah. You gotta stop. But, so, the, but the good thing about entertainment is from what I know, I mean, I don't know a ton, but a lot of people are at a moderately low level and yeah. then something hits. Yeah. Like something usually pops. Like there's a lot of people who will take the long, long road and usually it takes a long time to get that hit or that pop or, you know, there's that one video that for some reason the algorithm on YouTube, like it just got hit and somebody reposted it and it's like, oh, yeah. now it's booming. You know what I mean? But, uh, but yeah, I mean, it just, it takes a while. Like I'm in the same boat, you know, like I have, I think I have 15 subscribers to my, to my podcast, which oh. is also a blessing. I talk about whatever the fuck I want. Cause right. it's really only like my buddies and my family. And, oh, that's fantastic. Know, home, homegirls listening. But I've actually, honestly, all week long have been plugging your show to fucking everybody. Swear. Know, to everybody. Like Dude, my mom. Much love. Like there's probably like a good 50, 60 people in Utah. 
It's like what? Salt Lake City. They're probably trying to listen right now and trying to dial it. My son's listening. He's never heard a podcast before. What? Yeah, everyone's Dude, going. We the, the guys that I even work with are tuning in right now. So, like, everyone's... What's yeah. happening? So is this live right here? No, that is not live. That oh. will that will be live, hopefully. Hopefully, yeah. The end of this weekend, I'll get it all yeah, like, yeah. dialed in and yeah, yeah. put up. So damn, you should have put them on. You should have put it on. Put go on a like Instagram live or something like that. Oh, I didn't even think about any of yeah, that. Yeah. To be a couple, I'm, I'm like so nervous right now because I'm never really been part of someone else's show. Yeah, yeah. So I'm just like, oh, don't sound stupid. Don't you go when I'm going. No, no, mind. man, please. Like, just, yeah. So I'm glad that you brought that up because it's important. Like, uh, everyone that I've had on, you know, it's just, uh, you know, we're just talking. Yeah. You know what I mean? That's the beauty of it. It's There's no bad content. There's nothing bad that you can say. or And it, and it's just, you know, I, I like it like lighthearted like that. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, saying the wrong thing can't can't really happen. I've listened to some of my episodes. I was like, that was a, that was a weird thing that I said. You know what I mean? But you just keep flowing. And it's as long as it's genuine and you're just cruising. It's all good, you know, yep. but it's, but it's been, it's been fun. Um, I was fucking hella nervous. The first guest I had, were you? Oh, I was so fucking nervous. Who like I did it. Guest? Like I did a couple solo yeah. just sitting in here by myself and talking. And I released a couple of those episodes. Um, but I think like the first, the first episode that I recorded that was with a guest officially was, um, my buddy miles. I think it was, let me check actually. I'm almost positive that it was, though. And I, to be honest with you, I think, I mean, this might be a completely different platform, but like YouTube, when I'm by myself, mm -hmm. I'm way more nervous than if I have people with me. Right, right. So I did a video. Uh, it was for my buddy Austin's birthday, mm -hmm. and we went for a ride in his car and stuff like that. I was completely comfortable putting the camera in people's faces. But yeah. when it comes to just like me, I doing either an intro or just talking about what I'm doing, like, yeah. I get super like, oh my God, people are watching yeah, this. Yeah, it's nerve-wracking. It's like, <laughs> yeah. Well, because I mean, what is it? St I mean, stage fright, like public speaking and things like that is is one of the biggest fears, you know, one of the biggest fears in, in, in human nature. And then you, we've kind of evolved to where like, you know, not only sometimes are we talking in front of a bunch of people, but now you put like you put yourself on YouTube. There's a chance that you're talking in front of millions and billions oh, yeah. of people. Yeah. You know, like if you kind of get in your own head, fuck. Now that I'm actually saying it right <laughs> now, thinking about that, I was like, man, you know, like my thing's on Spotify, and I, who knows how many subscribers Spotify has, but yeah, there's a potential that you're talking to millions, so that's nerve wracking. Yeah. But my first episode with a guest was my buddy Josh Brocklesby. He, me, and him coached at North Valley's CYFL together. Okay. So we were talking about football, something I'm very comfortable with. Mm -hmm. You know, we've been buddies for a while, which is fine. And then uh, my next guest was my buddy Miles. I used to live with him. When I moved here in 2015, um, I ended up moving in with him and a couple other friends. And Miles works for, uh, I think it's KTNV, which is the news, local oh, yeah. news here. Yeah. And, you know, I brought him on because he's a buddy of mine. He's a, he's a Trump supporter. And a new and like there's media and Trump. Right. And mm. I brought him on because, you know, I don't know. I just was really excited to bring him on. And like we're on completely opposite ends of the spectrum mm. and, um, you know, like bringing in a good narrative. Me and him just sat down, chopping it up, kind of talked about things in a critical manner, which was awesome. Was able like the whole conversation. We definitely didn't agree on the things that we were talking about. But if you listen to it, you would have no idea. Right. Because right. we're just talking about things that we know, not how we feel. And so that was really I was super nervous to like release that episode because <laughs> of everything that's going on. Like, oh, yeah, yeah. I, I, f I fucking can't stand politics and stuff. But I what's important to me is like, you know, 
people being able to talk to each other. Yeah. You know what I mean? And like be friendly and understand that you can be friends and, 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 and be loving and compassionate, respectful towards anybody, Mm -hmm. even if they have some different beliefs, you know? I think that was everybody's biggest concern about me, you know, because I, I, like I said, I plugged this this whole event today really? all week long, like That's to bad. everybody that That's I talked to. That's dude. And uh, I think that was everybody's biggest concern was like, oh my God, it's not a political show. You're not going to go talk about politics because everyone knows where I stand. I don't right. care. Like, I don't want to yeah. hear it. I don't yeah, want it's like My biggest thing is like either side you look at, whether you're a Trump supporter or whoever the hell else it is. Yeah, I don't know. Joe Biden, Joe Biden, whatever you support, it seems like everybody that's pushing that agenda really has no idea what they're talking. About. Right. Right. It's strange. And I'm like, why are you pushing so hard when that's not actually what that president is doing right. or is for? So it seems like a first paragraph mentality. Yeah. Like they'll see a headline, they'll read the first paragraph and then they're done. Yeah. Which upsets me too, which is why I'm like, if I'm like out in public and people start talking that shit, I'm just like, dude, miss me with that stuff. Like I right. really, because it's like, it's turned into there's only two teams, which drives me crazy. It right. almost like has eliminated people having their own thought. Like, there's definitely things that I agree with on the right. And there's for sure things I agree with on the left. Oh, yeah. you know? And like, people are like, what are you? What are you? I'm like, I'm Ricky Sims. What's, what's <laughs> going on? Is there a problem here? Like, <laughs> what's it's going like I, don't, on? I don't have time to tell you what I am. Yeah, you know? damn. I, I feel like, I've, uh, you know, I love, I've, I'm very comfortable in the fact that I can change my mind every day and I feel comfortable doing it. Yeah. I might get educated on something else and learn more about something else and be like, Oh wow. Fuck. I didn't know that. Like, okay. That makes me think a little bit differently. All of a sudden, you know, and as I gather more and more information, right. I feel like I can make the best decision. But some people are like, you know, it's like red or blue. They're like, crip, crip for life. That's yeah. it. Blue. <laughs> Sorry. Not hearing it. And I'm like, okay, dude, chill, man. Yeah. We're at Applebee's bro. Just chill. Like have yep. another shot, dude. Just relax. I think that that same same mentality on that. I think a lot of people need to really educate if they're going to force their agenda or their opinion on someone. I I'm all about you sharing your opinion, but know everything there is to know about it, and, yeah. and don't try to change my opinion. Mm -hmm. You know, I'll listen to you, and I'll try to learn from you. But if I'm you know, yeah. if you can't convince me, then I, I don't at the end it. of the day, right? Yeah, let me hear you. If I still don't yeah. agree with you, then you were heard. I would be a terrible politician. Oh, I'd be the fucking worst. <laughs> Learn from me. No, yeah. no, don't. I would be. The, I would be the. <laughs> I would be the worst, dude. I'd be playing like Angry Birds while the other person's talking to me and shit. But um, but it's just like I mean, on top of the all the political stuff, it's just a crazy ass time. Like, uh, you sent me a text. You're like, oh, let's talk about the fucking fires, bro. Yeah, this is out of control. I can't believe how much the world. Okay, first of all. It was the COVID thing. Right. And COVID was like, that's absolutely, well, I'm over that. What did you, what did you think when it first popped? So March, like March, end of March, uh, where were you at? End of March when it first came out and they started talking about it. I thought to myself, I'm like, holy shit. <laughs> I, I already had this. Yeah. I was sick in January. Yeah. At same exact symptoms. Mm -hmm. uh, it was miserable. I didn't like it. And then just like every other time I've been sick. I got over it. Right. You know, I don't, I'm not one of those people that goes to the doctor for anything. In mm -hmm. fact, I'm most of the time that I do go to the doctor, I am forced to go. Right. Either piece of me is hanging go. off or whatever, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Um, but it was, it was just that. And then when it became a huge thing, I got scared. I was like, Oh my God, it's taken over everything. People are dying. Yeah. And then by the end of May, I took a step back and went, this is just the flu. 
Yeah, it was, <laughs> it was man, because I'm right there. So I, in my entire FedEx career, I think I've called in sick twice. Right. One is because I was actually sick. The other time is when I went out and drank too much. And when I woke up, it was like for preload, it was like three o'clock in the morning. I like stood up to like get dressed. I was like, oh my God, I'm so fucking drunk. I was like, <laughs> I'm going to lose my job if I go in there. So I had to call out sick. But I called out, it was here. It was in January. Yeah. And I called out four days in a row. I was like bedridden, dude. Like I, I was so fatigued. It was fucking out of control. I couldn't even like, I felt like I couldn't even walk. Right. And then right. the whole COVID thing happened. But when it popped, dude, like when it hit it, I think it, for me it was when it hit Italy. Oh yeah, yeah. I was like, I was like, oh my god, this might be a this might be a type of pandemic that runs through the world and is like a massive, like friends and family and millions and millions of lives are lost. Oh yeah. Like in other pandemics that that have happened in in the past, and I was like, I was fucking terrified to be honest with you. I kept it pretty composed. Mm-hmm. We mm-hmm. kind of had to at FedEx because they were like, yeah, unless another comet hits the Gulf of Mexico, like we're fucking not going to shut the warehouse down. Yeah. See, even that they you weren't even allowed to talk about it there because you weren't. It made it, it was, was like weird. It was like saying bomb in an airport. Dude. It was it was the worst thing you could have done. It was sketch as fuck. Yeah. And then like how how things were released if someone was like a positive or oh, yeah. a potential exposure because I mean I was nervous. I was like you know. Um, and we were in the line of fire, you know, big time, uh, big time. And, I, and I can't single, I can't single out drivers. I can't single out package handlers, but like, if you walked inside that building, you're not only touching packages that have come from overseas. Yeah. You're now touching packages that like 900 other people are going to touch. And yeah. then you're going from house to house or business to business to give it to these people. And you have no idea what condition they're in or how stringent they are on on their cleanliness or like, you know what they're doing. But yeah, as the information like evolved, like I remember an article came out and they're tripping about things coming from China because they were like, it it can last on cardboard for like seven days. Yeah. And everyone in the building was like, (laughs) what the, oh, oh my God. Yeah. Cause I remember I was walking in, I was like, dude, you know, the outbound alone has, I mean the preload that you run in the morning, right when you walk in, there's probably 250, 300 people in the building. Oh, easy. Drivers, pack channels, all that stuff. When I walk in the building, it's like 250, 300 people. And just, and I'm sure that aligns with so many other warehouses, especially out in Nevada with how many warehouses are. But it was scary, you know? Like, I was, I wouldn't let my family come visit. I didn't go, get to go see my nephews. You know what I wow. mean? Like, everyone was very paranoid because that type of exposure. We knew that it was super contagious, but nobody really knew how contagious. Right, it right. is very contagious, but nobody really knew how contagious it was when we were under the impression that the mortality rate was very high. Right. Right. That was, that was scary. And that, that, that really the whole Italy thing, I'm glad you touched on that. Is it, it's one of those things that I feel at that moment in my life, I was like, Oh, it's just a flu. And then the media sold me. The media immediately came back in and sold me when they showed images of like, People ambulances rolling up and people carrying out dead bodies and throwing them in the back and just drive off. Like, yeah, the fact that there was just so many, Mm -hmm. that is what sold it to me. I was like, oh my God, this is, this is a serious situation. Yeah. Yeah. And then they shut the economy down. Yeah. When they, when international travel was banned, which is pretty early on, I don't remember the exact date, but when international travel was banned, that's when I was like, man, when, what made me nervous is I, I believe that people care at at some levels, people care about money more than others. Oh, yeah. And they shut down the economy over there. 
And a vast majority of the economy in Italy is tourists. And they shut down, you know, like, mm-hmm. they shut down travel. And I was like, man, it's getting intense. You know, right, like, right. The second that they announced that, like, Italy's going to lose billions or millions or whatever it is that they lost. You know what I right. mean? And that's when I kind of started to get nervous. I kind of went through waves, though. I kind of chilled out for a little bit. And then when it fucking hit New York, then I was like, I got pretty scared when it hit New York. Right. Because it, like, ravished. Oh, New yeah. York. I mean, I don't even want to, I don't even, I don't know enough to talk about like the misreporting or over underreporting. I don't know enough to like really speak on it, but just from the things that I was watching and, and you know, the videos of like in Madison square garden, they're like making like massive grave sites. Like, oh wow. Did you see that? No, no. I there missed was, all that. Oh dude, there was videos. They were making like massive grave sites. It was wild, like thousands of people just dying in these hospitals. And these hospitals are like overflown. And uh, I have a friend who who lives out in New York and um, I was talking to him. And what what he said to me dawned on me so much because he was like, you know, I'm not too worried about. I mean, obviously, we're worried about COVID and everything. But the scariest thing was if people were like ill or sick or had these symptoms Mm -hmm. and they announced it. They would literally come and pick you up in the ambulance and quarantine you immediately. Yeah. So a vast majority of those people in New York who died for COVID died alone. You know, oh, they man. were picked up, couldn't see your family. You know what I mean? Isolated from everybody, thrown into a bed, right? put on a ventilator and fucking died. And then the people outside are just waiting for a bed and a yeah. ventilator to go in and die. I was like, I wonder, I can only imagine <laughs> what that was like there. It's, oh man, so many things. It That right there is, because it's so close to home, is like the scariest part of that whole yeah. thing. Yeah, like it's here. Yeah. Oh my gosh. And then the hysteria that I watched family, loved ones, friends go through. Yeah. And uh, a friend of mine, uh, his, oh man, I, I don't want to screw this up because they're they're probably watching or listening. Yeah, yeah. And will be watching. Uh, his grandma, I think, was the first person in Washoe County to die from it. Really? Yeah. I remember when they announced it. They announced yeah. an elderly woman yeah. who passed of COVID, the first one in Washoe County. Yeah. And okay. that's... Okay. It was Quit. either his grandma or his mom's... Or his wife's mother. Right. Someone related to them. Quick pause. Look at this. So these were images that were being sent out, and they were like digging holes in, in Madison Square Garden and just... Oh. I remember the uh, Heart Island or whatever. Yeah, 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 yeah. And just throwing, just hauling out bodies. I do remember this. Yeah. <sighs> but anyways, I'm sorry. Continue. No, you're good. And uh, no, that was the whole uh, the the whole COVID thing, and it hit the world, and it destroyed the economy, slowed everything down, made everyone afraid to do anything. It's um, still people are still driving with masks on. Yeah, it's <laughs> still. I mean, it is still like. It's funny because we're we're such a society where like we get over things so quickly. Right. Everything is very quick stimuli. I am so that person. Yeah, I uh, mean, I am too. We're you know yeah. we're, we're our environment like it's tough not to with everything that we have you know the right. technology we have and things like that. But you know like it is still. I mean, the economy still right now is is continually plummeting. I mean, there's okay. a lot of things that are open, which is good. But you know, I was reading an article that I think this was in like mid um, August. Like four thousand businesses in the man in the Manhattan district in New York have shut down. Damn. You know, like in California, restaurants and salons and barbershops and boutique shops and things like that. Like 
when they do go, okay, it's good, everything's fine, a lot of places aren't going to be able to open up and dig out of this hole. Oh, yeah, no. You know, like... For the for the overhead part of it, I know that there was some... I've, I heard stories, and I'm not going to name names, but there were stories of people ha- losing stuff here, mm-hmm. but they still, you know, like barbershops, they weren't allowed to practice... Uh, no, I'll throw it out there. My baby mama claimed that she wasn't able to work because she was, wasn't an essential worker. Right. Well, off the books, and I'm, I hope I'm not going to get anyone in trouble, um, <laughs> she still cut hair. Right. She would go to people's homes and, yeah. and do and basically do her job, and everything was just, it was now blind to the government for them to take their cut. Yeah. But uh, I, I don't know. But this, when you're backed into a corner, you know, like, at the beginning, and it's still in some places, they're not given an option to to function. Now, yeah. Reno's done a lot better now. Like, you know, they're opening up the bars and things like that. You still have to social distance. If you follow the rules and do the things that you can do, you can still, you have a chance and options to still bring in business and right. be successful. But, you know, right out the gates, you had no option. Like, that's crazy. Like, right. yeah, you cannot work. Yeah. Like, it was like, I don't, I don't know. The last, the last, when I checked it, I'm sure it was over that, but it was like 56 million people in the country that were on unemployment. God damn. And that, and it's weird for you and me because at the time we were both at FedEx. I was fucking pissed. We weren't allowed to take a day off. God, <laughs> hell no. And it's, it's crazy how that all turned around because we didn't get, you know, cause I started watching people, you know, friends and stuff starting to work from home. And I'm like, in no way possible, am I ever going to even get a day off? Cause now not only are we busier because everyone's ordering stuff online, oh, yeah. but now we can't technically even take a day off because it creates a hysteria at work. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's not enough man coverage by the amount of volume that we're doing. We're, we've literally been doing holiday numbers since the holiday. Oh yeah. Big and time. It never we let off. Never. So I came back to Reno on December 9th and it's done nothing but grow. Like it's so funny because I'll tell people and they're like, really? Because the economy in the grand scheme of things is crashing. Yeah. Right. Businesses are closed. Places are functioning at half capacity. They can't have the same staffing. We've done nothing but grow. Like people are at home ordering things online mm-hmm. to stay safe. Grocery shopping online, Amazon, all that stuff. Clothes, food, everything for their pets, parts. It doesn't matter what it is. Like, And then big time too was like the, you know, um, like the rule, both rule and concentrated areas. Like people didn't want to go out. Yeah, they were yeah. scared. And so they're just ordering everything. And the crazy part, this is the crazy part about Reno and how it's not crashing or not going anywhere is to even find the housing market. Right. Like that's one of those things that I, I'm actually in the market to buy a home. You yeah. know, uh, realistically, I don't want to live in Nevada. I don't, I, I have no desire to like be here. You don't like it here? No, I, I like it here plenty, but I think that it's, it's almost to the degree that I feel I've outgrown. Yeah. Yeah. Are you from here? No, I'm not from here. Where are you at all. from? I was actually born and raised in Salt Lake City, Utah. Oh, okay. Strange. No, I'm not Mormon. <laughs> <laughs> I knew that was going to be the question. I wasn't going to ask. Always... I was just going to say, there's some wild shit that goes on out there. Did they try to press you to be Mormon when you were born? It was, in Salt Lake? It was like, what is it? Do you, are you born in the hospital and then like a clan of ten people come and like <laughs> sign this paper? You're fucking Mormon. No, actually, they show up on your doorstep uh, in ten speeds and. Sleepless, oh, that's right. I've seen those cats. Downs. Yeah. Jehovah's Witnesses? No, it's, they're like that, though. They're like a that. A lot like that, yeah. They're just yeah. less aggressive. Way less aggressive. Okay. And uh, they offer to do stuff for you, like shovel your driveway and shit. So. The Mormons do? Oh, yeah, yeah. If your driveway gets shoveled, do you have to join? No. They just do that yeah, shit. they just do it. I, I've... 
just like any other people on the planet, there's groups of them that are yeah. just terrible people. Right. Um, right. I've, you know, growing <laughs> up in Utah, like uh, you surround yourself with the good people. Yeah. You yeah. always do. And yeah. uh, I never had a bad experience with Mormons whatsoever. Yeah. And uh, I was, shit, I lived there till I was like 13 years old. Yeah. And then I moved to Nevada. But uh, I lived in Winnemucca, of all places. Oh, God. Yeah. Fucking. Eighth, that was like eighth grade through graduating high school. A lot of drugs go through that place. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's just like, yeah. it's the only freeway in like a billion miles. And they're like, yeah, we'll drive through here. And I was in Winnemucca one time, and it was like, you know, it was like, it's Winnemucca. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, I'll see like two AMG, like $150,000 Mercedes just like parked at a gas station. I'm like. Yeah, that's very interesting. What's well, the? It's the it's eighty in the middle of nowhere, right? And it's the turnoff to go north to you know Idaho, Oregon. Yeah. So I it's, mean, it's like the artery. I think that's why, yeah. that's why so much freight moves through here because I believe it's the only neighboring, um, like states, neighboring states that can pull triples, the three truck, the three right, trailer right. trucks. I believe it's the only bordering states in the country. Yeah. And it's on the eighty, so it's like Salt Lake. Reno, and then it's like, boom, Northern California. So it's like this mass, it's like a carotid artery if right. you would for freight. You know what I mean? And in, in retrospect, I mean, if you think about like the expensive cars that you see when you're there, people that live in that town make decent money. Yeah. You know, there's not one person. I, if you're not, if you live in that town and you don't make $100,000, then you work in the town. Really? Yeah. Really? Yeah, if because everyone else, the reason a majority of the reason that people live there is mining. Oh, and you don't is even mining have, popping out there. Still? Oh, it's popping. Yeah, really? you don't even have to have a high school degree to make a hundred thousand dollars a year to work underground. Damn, what the fuck am I doing? Yeah, I went on a tour once. I would rather not make a hundred thousand yeah. dollars a year. What do they mine out there? Gold, silver, gold. Yeah, yeah, mostly gold. But is it's, it? Yeah, no, it's popping. And a lot, a lot of the people that live in Winnemucca have to travel a hundred miles one way to get to work. Yeah. But I mean, it's worth that hundred thousand a year. Yeah. I mean, my dad did it for years, and that's why I lived in Winnemucca because he was an underground diesel mechanic. Yeah. And he made like one hundred twenty thousand a year. Didn't so, even graduate high school. So trying to get out of Nevada, I mean, is this is now like I don't know what the housing market is, but it can't be great right now. No, it's with the this, economy. that's what I was saying. Is like even with the COVID thing. Yeah. You, can, I can't even find a house to buy. Right. Like the market is so ridiculously high. Like ho- houses that you think would be like 300,000 are like closer to like 600,000. The market is high right now. Yeah, it's ridiculous. And and even though, I mean, well, even I, if you're going to rent, like you put in your name to go rent something, yeah. it's swooped up from underneath you before. Really? Yeah. Oh yeah, it happens quick. You pff, don't tell my Californians cuz there's some <laughs> Californians out there and like pff, everyone's running from that rent. It's their fault. But also, <laughs> I'm always I was saying it's funny cuz like, you know, no one's working and things like that, but there were so many people that were making like more money than me right. on unemployment for months because oh, yeah. there's people that are making like what's, you know, five, six hundred dollars a week. I would say that's about like the average on what people are making maybe. Right. Right. And then all of a sudden, you know, there's that boost. They're making like a thousand dollars a week. On right. Well, because it was the regular unemployment plus the six hundred dollars. Six hundred. Yeah. Yeah. For months. I'm like, what? 
the fuck? <laughs> These guys got me working every single right. day. I'm making the same, you know, but like, and I understand like it was good that people were able to continue their lives. You know, yeah. but when oh, yeah. I was looking at the numbers, like 56 million people on unemployment every week canning out a thousand dollars to these 56 million people. I'm like, how big is this piggy bank that we're pulling out of? Right. You know what I mean? Like, and who's going to pay that back? I mean, we'll, we're already like trillions of dollars nothing, in debt. Nothing's like, for free. I mean, you have to claim that on your taxes. I wonder how, you? I wonder, I wonder how, I wonder what the debt, what the debt is right now. But like 5.88 trillion. Oh, that's, that's, Pocket couple change. bucks. You got that right. Yeah, 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 I got that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, the, the speaking of rich people, uh, Elko, the yeah. town of Elko, uh-huh. has more millionaires that live there per capita than most other cities in the United States and most of the world, honestly. Really, not a lot of people know that. Is it mining out there? Uh, there's mining. There's a lot of business owners. A lot of ranch owners. Um, Isn't it a lot of native land out there? Yeah. Yeah, a lot of native land. The natives be not paying them taxes, pimping, right? Yeah, that's the way to do it, man. Fuck they got to figure it out. Fireworks and their own laws. Yep. Oh, wait. Hold on a second. Hold on a second. I'm seeing the current American debt is $23.3 trillions. I thought oh. it would just be trillion, but it's trillions, plural. Trillions. $23.3 trillions. But so I was talking to my buddy Miles and it was, they were talking about how much money we were talking about how much money the country's losing, you know? Mm -hmm. And I, I don't remember the numbers exactly, but it was like one, it was like, it was like $330 million or something like that was what Nevada had for like a rainy day fund. If you would, you wrote an article on it and in like four or five months, um, Nevada lost like one, the state of Nevada lost like one point something billion dollars. Damn. Because I mean, you think you shut down Washoe and Clark County, you shut the oh, fuck, yeah. you shut the fucking casinos down. That's the state. That's the whole state. That is crazy. Yeah. Like hotels, casinos, restaurants. Like, you know, mo- a, a vast majority of, I mean, our daily activities are either like retail and food. You know what I mean? And now yeah. these people, you shut down gambling, yeah, hotels, shows, restaurants, salons, barbershops, sporting events. Like stadiums are empty. Oh yeah. Like it's rough. Much? That is one of the roughest parts about watching football now. Oh, I can't, I, I can't wrap my head around. I was like, are we watching practice? Yeah, yeah. Are they? There was this it, Bill Belichick. Belich- there was this Bill Belichick uh, interview, and they're like, "Have you uh, no fans in the in the stadium? Have you ever gone through anything like that in your entire career that's similar?" And he goes, "Practice, practice." And like, that was now I understand how stupid that fucking question was. But I <laughs> mean, how fair. long? How, practice. You know what I do like about it though? I was watching. Um, I was watching the Niner game. It's kind of, uh, because it's so quiet. You can like pick up, yeah, what the players are saying on the field. Yeah, which is pretty cool. Uh, it, like wired. it furthers the fact that I can't stand Cam Newton. <laughs> oh, you're a Cam Newton hater. Yeah, are you a I've, Patriot hater too? Um, not not oh, necessarily. I was gonna say you could have a field day with that. Not necessarily a Patriot hater. Uh, no, that no, I hate the Patriots. Yep, yeah, there it is. There it is. Yeah, let it out. I mean, if I really have to break it down, I have. Like, I don't hate any team, mm-hmm. you know, um, but I have the teams that I like, I just don't care yeah, for, yeah. you know, and it's mostly not even now. It was because of who represented the teams back when I originally started disliking them. Like the Giants, yeah. I can't stand Eli Manning. Oh, yeah. No, well, I mean, that fucking mouth breather. Yeah, I said it, Eli. I know you're watching. <laughs> um, but uh, so what What game did you watch? You've watched a football game so far? Yeah, Since. yeah. I've uh, I tried to watch. Uh, the one last night was painful. Who played last night? Uh, Bengals Browns. Oh, Bengals Browns. Who? Uh, Browns won that one. Browns won. Yeah, that's nice. They have a way better offense, and right. neither team has a defense. So Odell it was just and all them. It was 
What was it? Cool. What do you think though? Like, do you enjoy watching it when it's because it's so different? Um, the fact that there's no fans, I don't mind. It really takes away from like that cutaway that they do, and they'll show a fan dressed up in paint and stuff. Yeah, yeah. Uh, that's really the only difference. I don't really care. Yeah. You know, I can't go to a, a game, therefore I don't really care if anyone else can either. You that's know, that's fair. I can't go to a <laughs> game. Yeah. I don't know, dude. It's uh, when I was watching it, I uh, I really didn't enjoy it as much as I used to. Like, maybe I'm. I don't know. Maybe I'm biased because I. Cause I was, uh, I don't know, maybe I'm biased one cause I'm a fan and I played college ball, but like, it was weird to not see any of the traditions. Right. Right. You know, it was really strange to me. Like not seeing people run out of the tunnel yeah, and, and the people yeah. going crazy and the smoke, you know, and, and then also like the, the anthems having everyone together and things like that, or, or the prerequisites to some show, uh, to some games, like everyone does a different, m- more college, like college will do like big, like, you know, their bands will play or they'll mm-hmm. have a show before or a halftime show, you know? And here it was like very analytical. It was like robotic. Like I was at the end of the game, like the Niners lost in like the last couple seconds of the game pretty yeah, much. Yeah. And they just left the field. Yeah. Just turn everybody just left the field. Yeah. It was weird. It was like gladiators. It was literally like they just showed up. Like they warmed up, they showed up, they played, and they bounced. It's, it's so weird to me. Did you did you watch pro wrestling when you were a kid? Are you like WWF? Yeah, yeah like WWF. Fuck yes, See, I it did. It was the thing. Like, could you imagine? Nobody in the crowds. Who the hell is gonna hype up Hulk Hogan? Yeah. So he can go into his Hulkamaniac right. Rick rage. Flair. Yeah, Ric Flair echoes because the so, stadium just empty. <laughs> that's one of the things that I noticed right away too. Is like I noticed this watching football at a bullies, and I'm like, it's certain players that play the game that really get a crowd response yeah uh you get out there and like i don't really think there's a center in the game that really like gets the crowd going you know uh-huh. what i mean but a george kittle runs out and the crowd goes fucking crazy goes crazy you know yeah. um and odell beckham runs out and gets the crowd going crazy it's just certain players but like that's the part that i'm not getting like i'm not hearing it yeah you know not and, at all and i'm not going to be the one dude on my couch watching tv screaming at my tv and yeah. my Scaring family goes okay oh, hey, now it's time yeah let's yeah. put them in a home <laughs> we <laughs> it's gotta time them, we gotta put them in home but and it's like the momentum shifts like that's huge to the game oh, like, yeah. i wonder what gambling is like now for athletics because athletics is very analytical now and there's no it, home field advantage. There's no home field yeah. advantage. There's no, you know, like I said, there's no, there's no momentum shifts. Like football is a little less. There's probably only like three to five momentum shifts a game, but they're huge. But like right. basketball, shit, there's, oh, mo- yeah. there's momentum shifts every, God, like every couple minutes, you know, they'll go on runs, you know, and like the crowd will get electric and a four point run unanswered goes to a 12 point and a 15 until the timeout happens. And then you call a timeout and the whole crowd goes fucking crazy because the other team's like, we got to slow these guys down. The crowd is getting crazy. It's getting out of control. Right. 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 And now it's just like, like someone will windmill dunk in the NBA playoffs and people are like, very nice. It's good. It's very good. Good Good job. No. And you played, you played ball Yeah. and uh, playing any sports, you'll know that, when it's dead quiet, it's weird. And and like, because I played, mm-hmm. you play a little bit of sports and like, people can hear you. Yeah. When it's dead quiet and you yell, what the fuck are you doing? Like, yeah, everyone yeah. can hear what yeah. you're saying. <laughs> and that's like, it's still like, a... Get off me, bitch. Yeah. Oh, and we like, and, and when you play sports, everyone talks shit. Oh, yeah. Everybody. Oh, nonstop. Mm-hmm. Nonstop. And that was the one thing, I'm not going to lie, when they announced that baseball is coming back and... 
but there's going to be no one in the crowd. Yeah. I'm thinking to myself, baseball players are the biggest shit talkers in the world. Oh, yeah. Baseball fans, too. Oh, yeah. yeah. But, but, yeah, baseball players talk a lot of shit. But I'm like, that. We're yeah. going to turn the TV up for that. Yeah. <laughs> and I don't like watching baseball on TV, but that almost made me tune in because I want to hear them talk shit to each oh, other. Dude. It's wild. Yeah. But, like, how long can how long can they ha- – they? I wish someone would come out and talk about how much money athletics are hemorrhaging right now. Oh, it's got to be bad. You know, because, like, apparel, food, alcohol – Drinks, tickets, tailgating, parking, you know, like how I could only imagine, you know, like in college, Yeah, I went to it last September. I went to a Texas game. It was Texas OSU. Okay. It was 102,000 people sold out crowd. Every seat was packed. Nice. And if you left the stadium, there's probably 50 or 60,000 people tailgating. Oh yeah. And it was like 38 bucks a ticket for the tailgate. And it was like I got I think I think we got like five tickets or something. It was like almost four hundred dollars. They're like seventy or eighty dollars tickets. Right, right. You times about one hundred and two thousand. Like, good lord. You know what I mean? How many how many NCAA Division One teams are there that have stadiums that hold over a hundred thousand people? Almost almost all the big schools. Well, I mean that that and then it just becomes a trickle down effect. Well, who else is being affected by no one tailgating or no one going to a game? Well, now no one's buying hoodies. Right. You know, uh, nobody's buying beer. Mm-hmm. Nobody's buying meat. No one's doing stuff to go barbecue or like hang out. Yeah. Like everyone Damn, in the world even... is taking a hit from sports not being. I didn't even an think about thing. that. The food suppliers. Yeah. Like feeding 100,000, 150,000 people. Yeah. Back, okay. So the har- a harvest back in December before the whole COVID thing took off. Okay. A harvest? What do you mean a harvest? Like they, they butchering cows, oh, cattle, oh, okay, pigs, okay. chickens, shit like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. Well, they get it all ready and like. Now no one's buying anything. Yeah. What's like, going on? What do they do? Do they they you know do they overpopulate the the livestock to accommodate and then hope that it ends you know mid March or, yeah, or April? Just, is there just like a billion cows walking around now that have like are like like man? There's got to be more. I would think there would be more. Nobody's died lately. Like <laughs> you know like <laughs> why are there so many of yeah. us? They yeah. took Ed, but they brought him back. This is weird, man. Yeah. Like, what's going on here? Now the cows are getting all freaked out because he has met, Ed has mad cow. Yeah, no, Ed's got yeah. mad cow. He they brought him back. Now it's awkward. I was just yeah. talking shit about Ed. Yeah, and here now he he's is. back. Oh, sh- sh- here he comes. Yeah, no, I, I, no, I get it. I just, I can't see the fact that they shut down everything and like they. I don't know how they're just gonna uh, yeah, smooth I, it over. I, I don't see the comeback. I, right. I really don't. Because I mean, even I mean, let's say. To my knowledge, right, I could be wrong, but they say that it usually takes about 18 months to put out a successful vaccine, right? Oh, yeah, yeah. But with this vaccine, I wonder, and that's just my uneducated thought, but on vaccines, but, you know, I don't think there's been a vaccine that's been so widespread that's going to go to so many different locations geographically, so many people that have different genetic traits. Like, this has to be a type of universal vaccine that protects against this COVID that has multiple strains. Oh, yeah. So not only one, I feel like it's going to take more than 18 months, but then also like you're going to have to mass distribute this and then you're going to have to wait to see if there's results to even question whether you're going to start bringing in big groups together. And which pharmaceutical company has their hand on that button that's collecting that paycheck? The second that they announce release date, I'm throwing dumbass money in pharmaceutical stocks. Yeah. Yeah. Then what? Yeah. I mean. It's going to it's going to be huge. This is going to be a big deal for them. Yeah. I mean Netflix and pharmaceutical companies are going to prosper from and FedEx. Oh yeah. Of course, they're going to prosper from the whole thing, but 
Yeah, it's strange. Yeah. I, I'm I'm very curious. I'm very curious. On top of the fact that we're like sitting in this time where, um, you know, not go not going political, but there's a lot of political things going on. Right. And there's a lot of like cancel culture and there's a lot of people questioning what other people are saying based on who they lay loyalty to, whether it be the left or the right. Oh, oh yeah. So when it does come out, like if, if we're still moving in the same way that we're moving right now, I feel like even if someone does come out with something that could be semi-successful, it's going to get obliterated and it's scrutinized by the media and oh, by yeah. the masses and by, you know, social media and things like that to which could possibly make us miss out on something that could work. And then there's the other side of the fence where somebody that stands up to that. Now other people are going to go, well, we're super hypersensitive about this. You need to stop and let them do their thing. Exactly. Yeah. And then it's, it's weird. The it, Like the whole world is just falling apart. It's weird. You know? I mean, I don't know. Like if you look, it's, yeah, it's very strange. Like I'm a, to- I like, I'm a rabbit hole nerd mm-hmm. and I love history. And there's just things that I can't ignore that are like, you know, perfectly aligned to the previous civil war if you would you know there's a massive political divide massive political divide there was a huge racial divide there was a huge competitiveness in politics when it came to the economy Mm -hmm. you know what i mean and it's like even with the election coming up in november like i think we're fucked both ways like i don't think you know what i mean like what do you agree once you know like it's going to be an uproar no matter what happens, you know? And then on top of that, you have all this like crazy, crazy, crazy racial tension with an unbelievably fast and efficient, um, not effective, but, or I would actually very effective like media, right? You know, like it can just move so quickly. And the culture of media now is it's not who's true. It's who's first. Just fucking get it out there. Yeah. You know? yeah. Get it, sell it. Fuck who it hurts. I don't give a shit. Just get it out there. Yeah. And then there's this strange mentality of people just, they'll read something and that's it. That's what they believe. Yeah. That's it. Yep. Got it. Thank you. Wall Street, New York Times, doesn't matter. Yeah. Argus Courier, who cares? <laughs> like they're just like, yep, I saw it. Saw an article. Or yep. like people are legitimately getting some of their facts from fucking memes. Yeah. On Instagram. Oh, yeah. As I'm on Instagram live. Or, <laughs> <laughs> or they'll, take, they'll take something that they heard. These are my favorite. These are my favorite people in the whole world. They'll take something that they heard and it's not sexy enough. It's not dramatic enough. And they'll spice it up a little bit and blow it way out of proportion. Oh yeah. Those are, (laughs) then it becomes way worse than it ever had to be. Yeah. Those are, those are, those are crazy. Yeah. It's just a, it's just a strange time. You know, like I feel like we're, there's so many things going on that we don't even know exactly like how detrimental each category is really hurting us. Like, economically, we know it's bad. But, oh, yeah. like, I don't know really how bad it is. No. You know what I mean? Like, I can only imagine. Like, I wonder if there's going to be some type of true number that comes. There's going to be a documentary about 20. It's going to be a documentary called 2020. And hopefully they break down, like, what is going on right now. Because it is fucking crazy. Yeah, this year has sucked. Schools are closed? Yeah. Oh, my of, God. The fire. The fire. Let's go back to the fire. Yeah, yeah, that, yeah. We we, we that's where we started. Let's, yeah. let's circle let's, back around. So we're let's take a back lap. to the fire. First of all, I'm gonna go first and foremost. I'm super annoyed. I have not been able to have a campfire with actual legitimate s'mores and an actual legitimate campfire. Yeah. And I'm one of those people that camps. Like I will You're go every weekend if I could. Really? Oh yeah, yeah. I fucking do not camp. I like the fresh air <laughs> and having dirt everywhere. Yeah. Yeah, you know what I mean? No fresh air right now. No none. 
Nice. Dude, my lady was just out camping. I forget where she was at. She was at a lake, and uh, she she was like going to different like there were small little lakes up in Northern California somewhere. I think it was like in I don't know if it was in the Shasta area or something like that. But they were just closing down lakes. Oh yeah, and closing places down. Like couldn't camp. Campsites were closed. Pyramids still closed. You can't even go out there. But like yeah. I think they, I mean the the AQI is fucking through the roof. Like in Portland, they shut down the FedEx Portland hub. Oh, you you you're no. not there. No. Dude, they shut down the Portland fucking hub. I have never in my entire career, even we just went through a massive, we're still going through a global pandemic. Right. And they didn't shut down the hub. Right. But the air quality got so bad up in Portland that they shut the hub down. They were sending freight our way. They they refused to do road work here because the air quality is so it's bad. It's wild. But it, it, I'll wait. I'll like, I've seen some people post pictures of like them on hikes mm-hmm. and it's like a year apart and it's mind boggling. Like I'll yeah. go outside and the wind will pick up and it's just like. It's like raining ash almost. It's it's like a certain time of the day. Because I, I live out in Spanish Springs. So when I drive home, right. it's that time where the wind is starting to pick up. And I can literally see that wall of smoke blowing in. Dude, I'm going to... It's I'm a gonna, lot. It's, and it's like, this this smoke is traveling hundreds of miles? Yeah. Like Yosemite, yeah. Northern California, all that stuff. Well, you uh, this was probably about five years ago. There right. was a giant fire in Siberia. Okay. Do you remember this? Was a giant fire in Siberia? No. Siberia, no. Well, it, is is your house haunted? Yeah. I don't know what that what is. The? Did anybody else hear that? Someone uh, called nine one one. Um, I think it was my dryer. Oh, I think it was my dryer. I think it's it, probably like it a sounds coin like fell dryer out or something like that. Yeah. Okay. 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 It sounds like dryer noises. You you can go out first. Oh, thanks. I've seen this movie. You know my black ass will die first. Oh, that's got, true. Yeah. And I'm definitely the whore, so. Yeah, yeah. No. <laughs> Hello? Hey. I'm going to get naked and take a shower. My white t-shirt's all wet. <laughs> I don't know what happened. Got the white t-shirt. You're ready. Yeah, I was, I was prepared. I knew this okay. was going to happen. Check this out. As of September 14th, 2020, a total of 7,718 fires have burned 3,451,428 acres. God damn. More than 3% of the state. 100 million acres of land. God damn. That is, that's out of control. Siberia. Siberia, yeah. What we were getting their smoke. Really? Yeah. Yeah. That's out of control. And I remember, I remember working, I was doing the USA Parkway route. Yeah. And I remember, like, it was coming in and it was bad. It was like, like, we were getting ash and we were getting the dense smoke and it was a lot. And everyone's like, well, where's this fire? Where's this fire? And someone told me that all, it's in Siberia. I'm like... Si- are you saying that wrong? Yeah, Siberia, that California? Yeah. Like, <laughs> I, I think your accent's a little off. I, I swear to God, you just said Siberia, Siberia. Arizona? Which is like in Russia. Yeah. But it was no shit for real there. And it was blowing across the ocean to us. And we were getting it. Yeah. It's just, it, it's just out of control. You know, like, so I'm from Northern California. Okay. So the Santa Rosa area. Oh, yeah, yeah. And all that. So in 2017, I think was the Kincaid fire. And that's the fire that actually hit Santa Rosa. It like burned through the city. Oh, like the uh, Hilton was burnt. Like t- p- p- large dwellings. This place called Coffee Park. Like two hundred fifty. I think it's like fifty thousand homes were burnt. Like almost all of my uh, my fam- my family was evacuated. Like people were just homeless. Like it was fucking crazy. Damn. And I just don't like. On top of everything else that's going on, like there's just a blanket of smoke over the Northwest. Yeah, like, it's wild. And I don't. I don't officially know how true this is because I, I only heard it as per rumor, if yeah. you will. 
word of mouth. Uh, I was told that it was one sole lady who is now responsible for 21 fires that she lit herself. What? Like sabotage in California? Yeah. Yeah. No. And it started in this area and went up and down Northern California lighting fires. We got to find this bitch. No, they found her. Oh, good. Yeah, but I, according to the rumor, they found her. I don't know how legitimate that story is. Right, but right. I might give a little wink, wink, and a little support to some police brutality in that. Yeah. In that yeah. See, sense. it's weird being on that side of right. it, right? She Strange. victimized me. Strange. Yeah, she victimized me. But I heard I heard this story about a, a fucking um, gender reveal party. Oh, that, I heard that one too. You heard that? Yep. I don't know yep. how true that is, but I heard the gender reveal party started like a massive fire that started to burn thousands of acres. So those those people that don't know what a gender reveal is, and I don't know how you wouldn't know that, something happens and something will turn blue, blue or if pink. It's a boy, right? Right. And it'll turn same same deal. Like I see, mm-hmm. I've seen it with balloons. They'll go out and they'll pop a pop balloon, a balloon. And like blue powder will fly out of it. Therefore, the couple now knows that they're having a boy. Yeah. Or pink for a girl, so on and so forth. So, mm-hmm. if a gender reveal party reveals like California burning the burning down, she gave birth to Satan. <laughs> is what's happening. That that's entirely what I would guess. Big facts. That. that fucking kid is gonna get his ass kicked or her <laughs> in high school a lot. Yeah, I, or I don't just rule the planet. I never, uh, yeah. I never got the gender reveal, man. I want to pull out of this. I never got the gender reveal. It drove me. It drove me absolutely crazy. Not knowing or just the whole process of a gender reveal? Just the whole process. Like, what the fuck are we doing? Yeah. Like, God, like so thirsty for a reason to throw a party. Why can't it just be a Tuesday? You know? Exactly. Come over. We'll pop balloons. It's Tuesday. Let's get wasted. Show up to work tomorrow. What the hell? Do you know? Do you know someone named Alex? Yes. That's why Teeny Dot made it? Teeny made it? Yes, I do. You do? Yeah. How do you know her? Uh, she oh, was married. Spot now. She was married to a friend of mine, oh, Travis. Travis. Yeah. Is she listening? She. I don't know if she's on anymore. Oh, okay. Are you still there? Damn. There's a lot of comments. She's been commenting. Are you oh, still okay. there? Let me see. Hold on. No, it's just Terp. Just fucking Terp. Hi, Terp. No, she goes. Uh, is that Dave? She made my logo. Oh yeah, no, yeah. The whole. Yeah. Uh, I actually. She was on the show. It's been so many years since I've actually like talked to her. Um, but the last time I ran into her, I was doing a route over here in Sparks, and she was helping a guy with some graphic design stuff, and that's when I ran into her. Yeah. And I saw her on your Instagram page. I'm like, oh, no. of course he knows her. He fucking knows everybody. Damn. <laughs> that is crazy. Yeah, she thought the couch thing was good. Man, that is, that is, that is hilarious. My yeah. phone's about to die. Phil, Terp, I love you guys, but I got to go. Phil? Oh, Phil. I bought rollerblades. <laughs> Just so you know, that's important. I fucking bought some rollerblades, bro. They're being shipped to me tomorrow, Saturday, and they'll be here on Tuesday. So just so you know that, I'm out of here. Might um, possibly be like the third weirdest way to start a conversation. Phil, Phil, Phil. Bought rollerblades. Bought some rollerblades, bro. They're fucking dope. Just so you know, I'm going to do that the next time I call my grandma. Like, <laughs> grandma, grandma. And talking to my grandmas, I'm going to give you a breakdown as to what this yeah, is yeah. like. Yeah, What's this experience? Well, grandma. She goes, who? I'm all, grandma. You. Grandma, this is Dave. Who? There's no Dave here. And I'm all, grandma. No, this is Dave. Who? Who? <sighs> <laughs> I love you, grandma. She goes, is this Dave? <laughs> okay, uh, yes. I'm going to be like. Senile old people, dude. So, grandma, what are you doing? Oh, uh, I'm talking to Dave. I'm like. Yeah. All right. 
Well, I love you, Grandma. Uh, hey, I'm buying rollerblades. I got yeah. rollerblades. Just she's so gonna you know. go. She's going to go, it's about time, pussy. <laughs> <laughs> You've been scared to get on those wheels for a minute, you pussy. I know. Get with the times. That's hilarious. How See come that? nobody wears rollerblades anymore? I think, unfortunately, there was like, you know when it was, I don't know when the years were, but when it was like people called everything gay. When that was like socially acceptable, when you could just call things gay. Oh yeah, no. Have you played PlayStation like online? I and- I actually that's crazy that you just said that. Yeah. My, I have right behind you a Nintendo or a PS2. Oh okay. And oh, then, shit. you know, I have a big old TV in my living room that you saw. Right. There's a PS2 connected to that one. Right. And then I have a 80 inch in my room, N64 connected to it. I just kick it old school like that, right? Love the N64. So my buddy today, literally today, he goes, he calls me. He's like, bro, he's like, you need to fucking buy a console. I'm like, you know, I'm not trying to spend my money on that. You know, I don't spend my money on that. And he like, he goes, check your Venmo. My homie literally sent me $300. Grams. Shout out to Tail Green. Sent me $300 and he's like, go buy a PS4 so we can game. Today I went to Walmart before you got here and I bought a PS4. There's, it's literally Warzone and, uh, Fortnite are downloading right now. Yeah. Might I make a suggestion? This is this is my vice. Grand Theft Auto. Grand Theft Auto? I can't get enough of that shit. I still rock it. I got... Uh, I think it's... It's over there. San Andreas. I still have San Andreas. You, you love that game? You love Fuck that game? yeah, I love that game. Play Grand Theft Auto 5. It'll ruin your life. Really? Oh, it's... it's that it's, good? It's, it's pretty damn good. You know when I stopped playing them was when I, I didn't have an Xbox, but I played Saints Row on an mm, Xbox. I know this game. That was cool, but man, I just love like... It's crazy that people. <laughs> I thought the I thought the madness would happen when that came out because it was like left right left right down R one square square circle triangle and now you can go just cause massive massive murders right right just shooting people in the head with unlimited ammo with bazookas. God, I miss that game. <laughs> like, what happened to the world when you could just walk up? Walk up to a stripper and a hooker and just smack her right in the fucking face. See, for most of us that have a PS4, that's still a reality. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's not, I'm an to... N64 guy, so they're a little more. Uh, to be honest with you, I'm an N64 guy too. Yeah. yeah. I'm like Diddy Kong Racing. You don't see like. Perfect Dark. Perfect perfect Dark? It was the. And I'm going to be crucified for this, I swear to God. It yeah. was the better version of GoldenEye. Whoa, that was bold. See, it was. I said that. That's it came bold. out. And a lot of people are going to be like, whoa, Gold, yeah. GoldenEye is the game of. The fucking century. I'm you better lose. watch what you say. So I'm gonna break it down to you. Okay. The multiplayer in Goldeneye. Okay. You and three other people. Yeah, love it. You're all against each other. Correct. Or there was two teams, and you was like a capture the flag kind of thing. Mm-hmm. That was it. Perfect dark. Same scenario. Same weapon handling. Same everything. Same character customization. Everything. Four player mode. But you can be in four different teams. You can all be on the same team against AI. And it's up to like 30 AI that you're facing. Or you can have, you can break down that 30 into like different smaller groups of seven AI on each of your teams. This is on N64? Yeah. Really? I will let you borrow it. Man. You know, uh, yeah, I'm going to have to actually, (laughs) I got the console. I was always like, when it comes to like game capacity, Nintendo 64 was so, this is such a random topic, but anyways, (laughs) um, so ahead of its game, like Zelda, the- The amount of gameplay, it's like 500 hours of gameplay on Zelda with the expansion pack yeah. on the N64. Yeah. Like, there's a lot of games that don't have that type of capacity now. That is wild. Yeah. I was like, uh, my, my ex-girlfriend, she was like one of those chicks. She would like Google like how to collect every coin and everything. Oh. 
and she like beat the game like four billion times. Yeah. And then she would like she would go with her laptop next to her and she would like step by step play the entire game. Damn. Like it was such a reverse, like we'd be dating and mm-hmm. then we'd be like laying in bed and I would be the one like fucking babe, like can you get all you do is play the game, like you never pay attention to me. Right. She'd be fucking hitting Zelda hard, dude. Oh good. Yeah, and to be honest with you, I'm the same I won't Google it, but I'm the same guy that will go through I'll get a game and then I'll go through it. Yeah. Uh, Red Dead Redemption. Ooh, okay. That, that, okay game's, that game's a game changer. When you get your PS4, you get that game, it'll ruin your life. Really? Yeah, it's, it's amazing. I'm scared that the PS4 is going to ruin my life. Yeah, no, I'm it fucking might. terrified. It might. Because I like the N64 games. Like, I have Star Fox. Yeah. I can beat Star Fox in 50 minutes. Oh, I'll yeah. pop on, sit down, beat the game, and I'm out. You know? Like, I've seen people who will spend six hours on fucking Fortnite. Oh, yeah. Ten hours on Fortnite. You know yeah. what I mean? So but, I'm terrified for that. But when you get it, I'm that I'm that guy that would go through the entire like story mode, getting it done, doing mm-hmm. what I got to do to like get through it to yeah. understand the game, and then once it's over, I'll start it again, but I won't miss anything. There I'll go. go back and get every little nook and cranny, <laughs> every little detail, and then play through the story that way. That way, the completed version of my second game is the best version. Yes, of the yes, game. you're. So. You have you have hella personal growth in your gaming. Abilities. I know, I know. Yeah. I, I feel like that's where I'm an adult. Yeah, you know, yeah. that's that's <laughs> my video that's game why playing. I raise children, duh. Yeah, um, that's why I had three. Uh, you have three kids. I have three kids. Yeah, yeah. Are you rolling around with a gang of girls? How many girls do you have? I have two boys and a girl. Oh, okay. Because yeah. I think I've just seen pictures of your little girl. How old is she? Oh, she's a ham. The reason I put her in pictures on Instagram is because that's what gets me all my likes. Right, you know? right. Yeah, yeah. If I put pictures of me just doing random shit, people are like, okay, old guy. Not oh, cute. Yeah. 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 All right. <laughs> You're drunk again. That's adorable. <laughs> You're flipping someone off again. That's yeah. that's cool. But no, I put pictures of her and people just go fucking crazy. Yeah, yeah. Does she like it? She like being on the videos and stuff? She does. She does. She absolutely loves it. The one that, uh, the video that I did with her in it and we're basically sitting on the couch we the re- sat there. The reaction video? Yeah, we sat yeah, there. Yeah, watch that one. And she said, she goes, I want you to show me how to do a YouTube video. And to be completely honest with you, the videos, the only videos that I posted are me just really learning how to do it. Right. You know, to obviously like when I don't put a title on a video, that means that I'm still learning. I haven't got all, you know, I forgot that step. Yeah, yeah. You know, um, but she wanted to see it. And uh, I said, all right. Let's figure something out. Let's do something funny. And she had mentioned to me, she goes, well, that's how you become famous is if you get a celebrity in one of your videos to say your name multiple times. Really? And I was like, oh, sweet. So that's why I put that whole hot rod intro into that one video. And I'm like, look how many times they said my name. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, Oh, it it like cuts and cuts and cuts. Yeah. Whiskey, whiskey, Yeah. And that's why I did it. I did that to I was wondering what that purely, was. purely, I didn't realize the response that from the people that I was going to get from yeah, yeah. doing that, but the, I only did that to make her laugh. Right. You know, cause she's sitting next to me while we're doing this together and we're doing it off of an iPad, yeah. you know, nothing fancy. And I literally went through the whole process and showed her how I do what I do. And I was like, let's find some funny videos and talk about them. Yeah. And the re- original way we were going to do it is we were going to film ourselves doing it and then go through like a whole video mm-hmm. and just talk about each thing. But the process to that is way too difficult. Really? Because you pause the video, it pauses you, and then it turns into this whole thing. And plus, I'm only working with an iPad. iPad I'm not, I don't yeah. have, you know, yeah, a yeah. million dollars. Like an elaborate fucking, studio. Yeah, it's nothing crazy. It's a, it's, a, it's a fucking iPad. Right. And uh, I think it's getting ready to shut off. No, that's no, still good. But anyway. Don't you fucking shut off. Better not fucking shut up. Don't you dare. 
And uh, so that's that's all that was. Is I was just trying to make her laugh. Yeah. And then the video that was posted before that, at this point, you can tell in my YouTube career that I have not lost the creative, but it's I'm so limited to do shit because yeah. the world is shut down. Right. Yeah. And that and I'm poor. Yeah. You got, <laughs> I'm just a regular guy. You just know? yeah. Um, but that's all I want to do is entertain. So I found a video clip of me and my family okay. driving from Sparks Boulevard to the Lockwood exit. Okay. And that's it. That's the short drive that it was. That was the video that was posted before that where my son is in the passenger seat. Mm-hmm. And, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, okay. Yeah, his mom and then my daughter and we're, we're all on the truck together. And I just took that one video clip mm-hmm. and I made it into that. Mm-hmm. And I believe that that got the highest amount of views out of any video that I've What's ever the highest done. views you have? Oh, uh, shit. I got, I got like 140 off that one. Yeah, yeah. Like I posted it and it was 140 views. It's probably a lot more now, but yeah, that was yeah. the last, really the last time I checked. It was like, it was up there. And I'm like, because normally the videos that I put time into, the ones that I think people are going to want to watch, like learning to drive a stick in a FedEx truck I or uh, de-winterizing your camper. Yeah. Like I figure that people are going to want to type that in and go, oh, oh, that's how you do it. Right. And I can. I do that, that shit all the time. Like try to figure out how yeah. to do things. How I learn everything is off of YouTube. Yeah. 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 Fuck yeah. I just need to watch a YouTube video on how to YouTube. There's that montage <laughs> video that you have of <laughs> how to YouTube a YouTube video. Yeah. yeah there was YouTube. one that montage video of, of you were at like a car show or something like that. Well, uh, there were just some. Fucking look like rice rockets and like there was just the one car that stands out to me. It looked like it had stickers all over it and the license plate said oh, yeah. Goonin. Okay, okay, so that was at that was at Race Wars. Race Wars. What is race? Are you talking about like? Are you about to get into some Vin Diesel? The, okay, so Paul I knew Walker this was coming. Shit? I knew that. I knew that at some point yes. this was going to come up. So that Race Wars thing is a legitimate thing. Wait, isn't that what it's called in Fast and Furious? Yeah, he Race calls it Race Wars. It's a okay. So Hector, wait the, a second. You're telling Hector, me you have a video on YouTube of the place that it's not the place that they filmed in the movie. Okay, this, but it's this the one same we, concept. It's the same exact venue, if what? you will. What? Yeah. So my buddy that uh, runs, he owns Lobo's Performance. Okay. He sends me this. He I work with him now, but he tells me he goes, "I need you to come with me to Race Wars. It's going to be a lot of fun, a lot yeah. of cars." Cool shit, yeah. you know? And I'm like, well, car's racing, I'm in. You yeah. know, count me in. And that's what it was. The guy, Hector, from Fast and the Furious, actually owns the, the venue. What? He was there. What? Yeah. Legitimately was there. Walked by the booth that we had set up for yeah. low boost. It was it was a legitimate thing. I'm like starstruck right now, because I, I don't care what anybody says. Like, I fucking love all of those movies. Like, oh. I was looking I was looking at the that video, and I was like, dude, these fucking cars are so dope they're probably so fast and i was like yeah oh man there were some there were so some... how many times have you been to race wars have that you was my raced first. that was my first time have you raced in race no wars? I, I have not raced by by the time that i got to go to cool things like you know legal events mm-hmm. i didn't have a cool car i drive a dodge truck right right you know that zero to 60 in like two and a half minutes or something yeah. <laughs> you know it's nothing super fan it's you know it yeah. pulls my trailer and that's why i have it yeah, yeah. um when i was a kid and i rolled around town in a Mustang and I'm going to get crucified for that. The LS community here, mm-hmm. but, uh, the, we did everything illegally, right? You know, we street raced and that was, that was it. I, uh, you know, if there's any cops watching or listening or whatever, I, I don't do that now. Yeah. Right. <laughs> but, yeah, uh, no, but I mean, I, if you're in a Mustang, you got to do illegal shit. Oh yeah. It's my favorite. I mean, it's either do illegal shit or slide off the road and kill a crowd of people. Yeah. You know, that's, 
That's how you do it. Those are, yeah. <laughs> Those are the only two options you got. You buy a Mustang, it's it. Yeah. And have ridiculously high insurance. Yeah. So. Man, I fucking love Mustangs going off topic, though. That's like, not off topic. I love them, too. Oh, dude, they're the best. You know what? You know what made me fall in love with Mustangs was um, Gone in 60 Seconds. That was a good one. The 67 Shelby. Yep. Oh, my goodness gracious. She's After pretty. that, it was it was a wrap. Muscle, I was all about muscle cars. Yep. There's like can, a, that scene that he's he's running from the cops. Yeah. And they show his feet the whole time, and he yeah. never presses on the brake. He literally right. just down downshifts whenever mm-hmm. he needs to brake. I was like, until I like drove a stick. Yeah. And then I watched that movie again. I'm like, holy fuck, this right. guy's amazing. Right. And it's, it's weird, too, because there's a difference between going for a ride in a car and driving the car. Oh, yeah. And he was driving the car. He was driving the shit out of that car. And that's why that was one of my favorite things about working at FedEx is I, I, it was part of my job to teach people how to drive stick. Yeah, because I, I it's it's fine because the world's going to automatics anyway, and mm-hmm. the technology there's probably way better. But there's a few of us in the world that know how to drive stick still, and the fleet of the trucks are stick, and yeah. a lot of people didn't know how to do that. A lot of the straight trucks. Well, they're, they're half. It was like fifty fifty. There's less now than when I was there in two thousand and sixteen. There's more automatic straight trucks out there, but I loved when it was a lot of the bulk trucks. You know? Oh yeah, yeah. It was a blast. Like uh, I'll never forget one four seven. I think it's an automatic, but one four seven two nine eight. One four seven nine eight. One four seven nine eight is an automatic. Yep. We used to call that the Magic Johnson because <laughs> it was just such a fucking gross ass seat. It was all torn up and ripped to shreds. That we were was like, bad. there's fucking AIDS on this. Yeah, there's you guys, no you guys had names for all of my trucks. We, Those were mine. Those were my trucks. So when I managed for uh, for Kenny, that was yeah. that was my job. That was my fleet. Yeah, yeah. It was the six trucks that he had. Yeah, I love those trucks. So I can tell you the personality on each one of those. I um, always, yeah. There was, uh, I think, is okay. So correct me if I'm wrong. I think it was one four one two five had a super loose. There was one that was like I didn't even use. You didn't even have to use the clutch. It was oh, yeah. glide into gear, and it was so fun. One five one two seven. One five one two seven. That's what it was. That, that thing one, was and it had it some kick. Glide. Yeah, but my all time favorite, unfortunately, it's not a K watt, was Renee's one four two nine nine. Oh, okay. That old, that old oh, bitch. Yeah, yeah, the yeah, gas. The... It wasn't a diesel. It was just in. Oh man, I love that thing. Just turned right over, and it was just. It was just such a worn clutch. It was just so fun and easy to drive. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? But you're right. Next to nobody can. Fucking yeah. drive a, a stick anymore. Yeah, it's it's a weird thing, and it's I, when you I do learned, it. I learned how to drive on a stick. Oh yeah, me too. I think that's how it should be. Yeah, because then you can yeah. drive almost anything with wheels, unless it's a rig. That's fact. Yeah, you know what I mean. A 1981 Ford flatbed F150. I four speed transmission. I yeah. remember how sore my leg was from holding that clutch in because <laughs> it was a big old mechanical clutch. It wasn't the hydraulic or the electrical ones that they have nowadays, but it it toasted me. I was yeah. like, oh god damn. Oh, I bet. I was like 11. Yeah. <laughs> I remember uh, my dad had this Ford Ranger, or I think it was the Ford Ranger. It was a stick. And uh, he was such a piece of shit teaching me how to drive. Like, he's like, son, I'm going to teach you how to drive. I'm like, you know what? I'm fucking nine. Like, maybe this is a little too early. Like, I think, you know, 10 rolls around. He's like, I'm going to teach you how to drive. I'm like, no. He's like, fine. He's like, listen, son, don't worry. I'm right here with you. I'm going to take care of you. Hop in the driver's seat. I'm going to walk <laughs> you through the whole thing. Okay. Right. So I'm like, dad, okay, I got you. This is my father. I trust him. <laughs> I sit in the seat. The second I fucking sit in the seat, the driver's seat, he literally gets out, shuts the door. He's like, okay, I'm going to walk over there and fucking back it up to me. I'm like, dude, that is literally the opposite of what you just fucking said. He's like, just fucking back it up. Don't be such a pussy. Like, use your fucking mirrors. Use your mirrors. I'm like, dude, this is not. But I look back and I'm like, yeah, that works. Mm-hmm. I feel like 
So for some people to learn how to drive a stick, you got to like sit in the car with them for like 10 minutes, give them like the f- breakdown mm-hmm. and you just got to get out of the car. Just be like, dude, just find it. Just find it. Be- best part of the world now is you want to teach someone how to drive a car. Just have them YouTube it. Right. Yeah. <laughs> just, just, YouTube. Yeah. Yeah. YouTube it. You're on yeah. there. Yeah. Whiskey Dave. Whiskey Look it up. Dave. Yeah, I'll teach you how to drive. How'd you get Whiskey Dave? Whiskey Dick Dave. Fun, fun fact. <laughs> fun fact. So we're, we're going back to that. So this nickname I uh, I inherited from kids on the internet playing PlayStation. Really? Yeah. So, so you've been a gamer for a little while. Uh, I Like online game. Pretty much my whole... No, no, no. The online thing has been kind of new for me and newer. Okay. Like I don't do the whole Call of Duty. I don't do any of that. The only really one that I play online is Grand Theft Auto because it's really fun. It's interactive with my kid. Right, right. He plays on his TV upstairs and okay. the friends that I work with and stuff, we all kind of just screw around in there and it's basically you're in a world where you can do whatever you want. Yeah, yeah. You know, kind of no, almost the world we live in now. Almost, yeah. Jesus Except Christ. for my character in the game doesn't get unemployment. This is true. Yeah, he he gets fucked. He has to work. I gotta actually. jack. I gotta jack these hookers that are out there. Yeah, yeah. See, and that takes time and, and planning, and Fuck you know me. you have to deal with their feelings and their, you know, their people too. I mean, if you name them. <laughs> so. <laughs> But uh, I'm playing with these guys, and I'm I'm drinking, I believe, a Jack and Coke, okay. and I'm just playing video games, and I'm drinking, and someone's like, oh, it sounds like someone's drinking. I'm all, I am drinking. Yeah. And they're like, what are you drinking? I'm like, a Jack and Coke. And they're like, and I could tell I'm playing with younger kids, kids and they're yeah. like, uh, is that like whiskey? And I'm like, yeah, yeah. it's whiskey. Yeah. <laughs> Will Wheaton. Will Wheaton. So I changed, uh, you can customize your license plates. On your cars in the game. Okay. So I changed my license plate to whiskey. Okay. And then I broke my pickup truck. And in the process of me ordering parts, because it it takes forever to fucking order shit nowadays. Like, they're like, oh, it's going to be two weeks before you can get the part for your truck. And I'm like, oh, great. Two weeks without driving. Yeah. Because I I literally, like, shattered teeth off my uh, ring and pinion in the rear end. Really, and if oh. any mechanic is listening, they'll know. Oh my god, that's a fucking. Yeah, I was gonna say, I have no idea yeah. what that means. Yeah, it's a, it's a, it it's only, bad. it should realistically only happen on drift cars, but it happened on my pickup truck. You know, oh. zero to sixty in two point seven seconds. Two point two point yeah. seven minutes. <laughs> two point seven minutes. Yeah, I bought it off Vin, <laughs> my buddy Diesel. I don't know if uh, you know. Him. If it helps, I mean, when I when I broke it, I yelled, "No, Monica!" Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> But uh, like so I went and bought another truck, and when I registered it, uh, they're like, "Well, what, the lady at the DMV is like, well, what do you want on your plates?" Yeah, and the only thing I could think of was like whiskey. It's whiskey. on my plates on the game. Yeah, and so I kept it, and it's it's not a name that people call me. Yeah, yeah. But it's, you know, I created an email, you know, off of that. I that could catch though. That'd be a cool nickname. Like if so, if people yeah. just called you whiskey. Yeah, I, I just cool I, I feel like it's a an old dead uh, prospect miner name, right? You know? <laughs> Jesus, Whiskey Dave. Remember when Whiskey Dave was yeah. built uh, buried up in the hills because the donkey kicked him in the head? Yeah, yeah. T- yeah no, I, I think that's the name. Like that's what comes to my mind. But it might like when you hit grandpa status, you I, might they might start calling you Whiskey. That I'll, I'll take it when oh, that happens. Whiskey. I'll take that, and that's scary to me because I have an eighteen year old. Yeah. So I mean, any oh, day. Fuck, boy, boy. Oh boy. yeah. Yeah, yeah, he might shoot and not miss. He seems super shy, though, so that's my kind of... Uh, Praying he's not a ladies' man. Yeah. But see, you got to yeah. watch out, because usually the shy ones at that age, he's going to like blossom. I had a buddy, Nate Paul, and uh, he was like this fucking long-haired, hippie-looking <laughs> fag motherfucker, right? 
that's how I would describe him to his face as well at a young age. He's yeah. one of my best friends, you know, and everybody like his dad is a fucking beautiful man. His mom is fucking drop dead gorgeous. Right. right. And everyone was like, like, watch out for this fool. And high school, same thing. Pudgy, fucking just not. And then went down to, I think it was like San Diego or something like that. And in like two years, this fool came back and I was like, oh my gosh, are you just like impregnating all of Pacific Beach? Like, (laughs) gotta watch out for those like, you know, 18, shy. Yeah. And then they just blossom. Yeah, yeah. Your son's a whore. He, yeah, if not him, his younger brother definitely is. Yeah, he's young, fourteen. Oh yeah, he's the whore. He's a little more uh, vocal, mm-hmm. charismatic, you yeah. know. Um, and that's not a knock on my older one. He's just a little more reserved. That's all. Yeah, nothing wrong with that. Yeah, mine's a mine's mine's just a little bitch. I mean, he's two and a half, but <laughs> he needs to get a fucking job. That's yeah. What he needs I don't. To do. What does he just sit around the house and do nothing? He all day? Sh- well, he well he used to just sit around the house. Yeah. Right. And now that he's potty training, oh yeah, he fucking shits and pisses around the house now. Oh, that's fantastic. It's always awesome. Yeah, that's like uh, the worst part of any relative. You yeah, can have I'm like at a your house. fucking cat can come out of the womb and shit in the litter box. I'm yeah, like, what is that, dude? Yeah. Why can't you just pee in this porcelain? Yeah. Just sit over there. Doesn't, doesn't go shopping. What a piece of shit. I, hope, have his li- own I hope he listens to this. Is he? Well, he better be listening. He's so. tuned in. There's yeah. <laughs> no doubt in my mind. Oh, shit. And it's weird, too, because they grow up and it's like now, because I have two full-grown men living in my house, because mm-hmm. my 14-year-old is as big as I am. Really? Oh, yeah. shit. And I'm just like, well, there's three full-grown dudes here and one of us is working, so I think you two need to figure it the fuck yeah. out. Yeah. Well, 18? <laughs> fuck, dude. I, got, I was pouring He's still men. in school, and that's, oh, that's kind right. of like the... That's the, like, I mean, you're iffy in school because COVID has basically said, fuck your high school career. Yeah. Good luck to that. Have no social life when you're right out of high school and be awkward for the rest of your life. Did your son play sports? Uh, He did not. Um, The, my other one did, he played SYFL uh, Mm -hmm. football one season. I know that he, they both really wanted to get into it, but when it comes down to it, they're like, yeah, yeah, no, I don't really want to. But, uh, but no, yeah, it it destroyed that. My oh, daughter yeah. cheers though, mm-hmm. and uh, it just it destroyed her whole season. Right. Um, and now that they're they've opened up schools again, you can go, and it's it's a weird situation that they have where you can go. Schools are open right now. Yeah, you can go one day, but the next day you have to homeschool, and then the next day you can go to school. The next this is like high school. Yeah, high school. So the high schools are open right now. Yeah, and people are going, but it's like one every other day. Yeah. Yeah, and they split because they split it up so that there's less of a population oh, at the school. So they're able to social distance in school, if you would. Correct. Yeah. So the the classrooms are not as full. It's like half half the kids. Yeah. And then the next day you get the other half. So the teachers are working full staff, which is good, but there's not uh, that many kids there, That's- which is nice driving them in the morning because the traffic is minimal, and I, I appreciate that. But ever since the <laughs> Ever since the whole fire. Have you ever driven a kid to high school? It is a fucking nightmare. It is a nightmare. First of all, you're trying not to go over 15 miles an hour because everyone's watching you. Right. 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 And they, I don't know, with whiskey on your license plates, they assume you're wasted yeah, yeah. anyway. He's, yeah. <laughs> They're like, oh, here comes that this fucking, fucking drunk whiskey yeah. hit my dog. He's clearly not going that fast in his two and 2.2 minutes to get to 60 miles an hour. But, uh, yeah, no, it's it's a nightmare. Uh, parents, yeah. and I get it, we're all doing the exact same thing. We're dropping our kids off. We want to go to work. We want to start our day. It's probably one of the more stressful times of the day. Mm-hmm. You know, you'd almost rather get to work and be screamed at by your boss than deal with 
school traffic. Yeah. But this year it hasn't been that because yeah. it's literally half the traffic. There's no traffic. So half the students to the same amount of teachers. Yeah. What do you think about that? I I honestly feel like that's Oh God, it's such a great, that's how it should be. I think that a lot of kids like me, for instance, I'm going to use me in a, as an example. I was in a classroom with, you know, 15, 20 other kids right. and I'm, I'm a, I'm a fucking daydreamer. Yeah. You know, I, yeah, yeah you have, yeah. I like, if it's not right captivating, away. yeah, you're not holding it. Yeah. Or, or I'll start thinking about other shit. And especially in high school when they set down, you know, your algebra in front of you and you start doing it and i instantly start thinking about pussy and i'm like i can't i i'm in, i'm out i'm out i literally looking at pictures think. in your history book like that tree kind of looks like a pussy yeah look at this that, x x quotient yeah mm. that boat looks like a pussy too yeah i'm looking at uh to the second power so she's got a friend so you know, I said, <laughs> friend yeah and that's and that's I'm, <laughs> look i'm not gonna bullshit you that's every dude right. that's every dude yeah, you know yeah. um, especially when you're in high school oh yeah Absolutely. But that that is interesting. I feel like, a, man, you know, I think kids are very, I think the variety of children, young adults, if you would, is so much, the spectrum is way bigger oh, yeah. than it was, you know? So, like, I feel like half the students to the same amount of teachers is awesome because they get that one-on-one time. Oh, yeah. You know, it's a little more in-depth. It's got to be more um, interactive, you know what I mean? Um, and the teachers can utilize their time, but every other day, like, are you participating in the at-home learning? No. Uh, the weird thing How is, how does that, that work? First of all, I, I'm a I'm a shit shit teacher, and I literally have retained nothing from school whatsoever. So, right. to, what to, do you what do you remember from grade and high school? Like, what do you use every day from high school? Uh, right now, I would say it would probably be the math. Thing. Math. Yeah, math is probably the biggest. Reading. If I can inspire anybody to read or do math, <laughs> anything else is Once just you absolute can bullshit. Have, okay, so math, multiplication, addition, division. Yeah, oh, yeah. Do you use any other math? Oh, God, no. No, that's no. Yeah, everything else. And then else, you read. Yeah. Well, yeah. So technically, school should be over at sixth grade. Uh, yeah. Let's <laughs> get him in the work. Like, I should have graduated at fourth grade. I mean, because at that point, I, I pretty much knew everything anyway. You can ask my mom that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> she, she'd agree. <laughs> she, I was like, drinking a lot of whiskey at a young age. <laughs> this fucker knows everything, do you? Yeah, he's been, yeah. Smartest he's, kid in the class. He's reading, at a, he's reading at a 12th grade level, and he has a Jack and Coke in his hand. Yeah. Yeah, but that's interesting to me. Because I've been, I've been talking to some people with, who, are, who have, like, elementary school, and they're, like, doing the at-home learning. Yeah. I fucking don't think that shit works. No, and they're doing shit that I never did. Yeah. Like they bring problems to me and I'm like, what are you doing? Yeah. <laughs> I was like, you, you're in eighth grade. Why are you doing calculus? Yeah. Like I, I couldn't do that in college. I never even went to college because I wanted to avoid that. Yeah. Like we have a massive, massive middle class that is absolutely plummeting in our country because of this pandemic and it's exposed that like a vast majority of our population lives paycheck to paycheck. Yeah. It's like, why are you doing calculus? You know, maybe we should be, I mean, like, I guess I'm just going to do it. I'm just going to take a shot at the education, but it's like, how are we not being educated on like taxes? You know what I mean? Like loans and different financial moves and, and balancing a checkbook, uh, learning credit, learn credit, learning credit is huge. And then also different sources of income, you know, like looking at ways, different ways to create passive income, multiple sources of income, residual income, like, you know, and then because a lot of a lot of kids like right out of school, they think that they just well, I got a job, I'm set. 
Yeah. Well, then, no, realistically, you need either more jobs, residual income, yeah. passive income, just something other than your job. Yeah, savings, otherwise, APR. Otherwise, you're living paycheck to paycheck. Yeah, interest. Like, that is crazy. Like, how is there not... How was there not a couple of days where they 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 walk you through the uh, streamlined process of opening up a savings account? Yeah, you know, or what what it can do to when you accrue interest. Or teaching I mean? people just the simple process of sacrifice is success. Correct. You know, I have thirty dollars in a savings account, but this video game costs thirty dollars. Yeah, I'm gonna get it because you only live once. Yeah. No, 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 no. Because you're going to live again tomorrow. Yeah, hang, hang on to that. The world's still spinning. Yeah. Hang on to that. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I'm not here to preach to anybody because I'm probably the worst person to tell anyone about how to spend yeah. money because I'm terrible at it. Yeah. But uh, yeah, no, just teach us that. And like debt. Yeah, debt. Like it's funny because like the household that I grew up in, someone was like, so I went to, I went to Humboldt, right? Mm-hmm. And I was blessed to be on a full scholarship when it came to academic and athletic. And... um you know, but there was people there just pulling out massive and massive amounts of debt. Oh yeah. Like if you were to come up to me when I was 18, 19, because of how I was educated and what my family knew is like, if they were like, Hey, you want to take out a $50,000 loan? I'd be like, fuck no. Like I have no idea when I'm going to be able to pay that back. I don't even know if I'm going to make that much money, you know? But then it's like you go up to a different echelon and some of the richest, wealthiest, the most financially stable people are hundreds of thousands of dollars in debt. Oh yeah. You know, cause you can do debt properly to build your credit, to build, you know, collateral, all kinds of stuff, which is fucking crazy. Yeah. Like how on God's green earth is that not being taught? Oh my God. And I, I look at these people and n- neighbors of mine and, uh, I'm like, God, they, they, they have a spare car. Mm-hmm. That's not even like a, a regular, it's like a Camaro, you know, right. something fancy. And then they have a brand new truck, a brand new Tahoe, uh, crazy nice house, a brand new RV, you know, and I'm like, it's all debt. And I'm like, God damn, dude, I could never afford that. Like I'm literally, I, I pay my rent mm-hmm. and then I try to figure out how I can save the rest of that paycheck for other right. bills. And I, like I said, I'm a regular guy, yeah. you know, I'm just a regular dude, but it's wild. It's wild. Cause like they can't technically afford it either, but they've yeah. worked it out to where they can make their payments and they yep. can take that debt. But this is, and debt scares the shit out of me. It really does. It does. You know why? Because that's what we were raised in our home. Like, if yeah. you're raised blue collar, then the money that you make is the money that you have. Yeah. You know, that's how I was raised my whole life. Like, I, I have a hard time with credit right now because I almost ha- pretty much have no credit. Yeah, same. same. You know what I mean? Because yeah. I've always had, if like, you know, I was raised, like, to get something, you need to have the cash in hand to buy it. Oh, yeah. Here's my little, here's my little conspiracy theory plug. Okay. I think that... uh you know, being, working with kids in high school and, and, and younger kids and, and like going through high school and college and kind of looking back on the education system. I don't think it'll ever change because I don't think that our society functions if if we do do those things. If we educate everyone on how to be successful financially, I don't think that the country could sustain it because we need the layers like we need the dropouts. We need the gas station attendants we need the construction workers we need the mechanics you know like we need we need those people who are in layers we need the people who are terrible at debt you know we need the people who go crazy amounts of debt we need the people who only work with the cash that they have we need the upper echelon you know we need the Mm -hmm. middle upper middle we need all of those people yeah or else society doesn't function like if everyone is at one level like you know there's like i hear some people 
we're not going to say which side they're on, but we all know where they're like, everyone should be equal and everyone should have the same thing. And I'm like, what fucking fairy tale ass yeah. world is that? Because then it's like you go outside. It's like there's no there's no waitresses. Yeah. There's no bartenders. Nope. You know what I mean? There's no servers. There's no cooks. There's no teachers. And how are you supposed to get anywhere? If everyone on the freeway is driving the exact same speed. Right. <laughs> right. Yeah. Ex- that's so true. You know, you could look at it like a freeway, like the yeah. flow of traffic. You have to have everyone. You have to have the slow lane to the fast lane. Like you have to have those layers or it doesn't work. And I, as annoying as it is, you know, I get behind the wheel and I'm like, oh, I'm fucking perfect. You yeah. know, yeah. Here I'm driving. I got it. And then there's a dude doing 20 miles an hour under the speed limit. And of course, I'm stuck behind him. And meanwhile, in the next lane over doing 80 over the speed limit. And I'm like, Oh, this fucking guy. And now I'm mad at both of them. And I'm like, well, that's my fault for being on this road. Yeah. Yeah. You know? That, that to me is, is that's, that's society. You know? Yeah, it's, it really is. It really is. It's such a, there has to, to be that. There has to be, has to be. If you're going to live in a society like ours, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Like I'm sure I'll get some flack for this, but there is so much wrong with the country. It's being exposed now more than ever. Mm-hmm. But I also think that there's a piece of me that's not like, I don't think that the things that are going on are okay in any category, whether it's like economic or racial or political, but to live in a place where you do, we do have blessings upon blessings. Like if you, if anyone who has traveled and seen other countries and things like that, the liberties that we have are are through the roof and the opportunity that we have are through the roof. You got to take the good with the bad. Oh yeah. You know, like for these you know, for these things to happen and for these people to be successful and, and have these options and have the choice to not, not entirely, but a, a pretty good grasp and hold on how successful you'll be is dictated upon yourself and your attitude and the things that you do. Obviously there's other situations that are circumstantial or right. that's not the same. Um, and I acknowledge that 100%, but like, man, you, sometimes you got to take the good with the bad. Right. Right. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, man, that fucking sucks. But like, you want to try to eliminate all of the bad. Yeah. A lot of the good goes away as well. Yeah. Big time. You know what I mean? Like I heard this fucked up joke by a stand-up comedian. He was <laughs> talking about how like someone was talking about labor, like labor rights and stuff like that. Yeah. And he goes, let's all just uh, have the same, like fair labor. Everybody gets paid properly. Everybody does this. No one's treated unfairly. Everyone would be sitting in here naked because almost all of your clothes are either made in prison or in foreign countries by like child laborers. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, yeah. I know it's really aggressive, but I don't know. It's just it's, it's just strange to me. He's not wrong. He's not. Yeah. He's not. No. And there's this weird. God, I f- whatever. I'll fucking go after him. The left, the far left, like the ones that are on the fringes mm-hmm. are almost so fucking delusional, like to the point where they're crazy, like. They want everyone to be treated the same and treated fairly and no adversities, if you would. And it kind of be smooth sailing. But some of the best, brightest, bravest and most loving people I've ever met were built and hardened by adversity. You know, like I think being uncomfortable is important in life. I think going through adversities is important in life. Being in unfair situations, being treated differently, you know, like there are going to be times where it hurts and it's not fun, but and it's not fair and it probably shouldn't have happened to you. And, and what had happened was wrong, but a lot of people find themselves grow the most, look back on those times to push through adversities. Like a lot of the people that are 
extremely successful and the most influential people in the world, their history is that they've been through, they've been through a lot. Yeah. You know what I mean? And they're, and they're hardened by it, you know? And I think that's important. If you try to pull, if you try to pull people out of those situations and protect them from everything, then what kind of human being do we get? Yeah. You know? No, you can't, you can't cookie cutter the world. Yeah. You know, and it's, somebody had a dream, you know, all men are created equal and they're, they're not, they're not, no. And they shouldn't be. I, it's, it's, it, very and it true. has nothing I, in my eyes it has nothing to do with color do I think that do I think that all men are created equal no do I think that all men should be treated equal yes 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 but I'm also like do I think what I'm about to say is right no but everyone's not treated equal that's Mm-mm. just a fucking reality no they're you not you know what I mean like since we stood upright yeah. and became a true source of homo sapien like in our cognitive growth whenever it was just multiplied and multiplied since we've been able to decipher that people are different either it would be color village geographical anything Mm -hmm. there has been some type of unfair treatment or segregation or um you know oppression or something like that you know what i mean like and sometimes like oh god this is hard to explain so like have you ever met one of those people that just just by looking at them and meeting them you're like oh this fucking person oh yeah all the time What, what what causes that you know, like I'm an asshole. I'm like soft. <laughs> That's what I get. I'm like soft. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, but it, you know, it's strange. Like I got, I'm biased. I think you need those things. Yep. I like someone that's hardened yep. by, by those, by those adversities. But the person that you're talking about, that's who that's when I, when I run into those things, it's like, Oh my God, you fucking spoon fed little bitch. See that's what I think sometimes in the world now is making me second guess those natural fucking feelings that I have where I'm like, I have no reason to dislike this person. Yeah. I really don't. Mm-hmm. It's know? not that I don't like them, but I'm like, man, it's like, you're say something. soft. You're, yeah. you're like daring them and you're say something wrong right yeah. now. I dare, I dare you. But I also love those people because this is how much of an asshole I am. When I see people that are, especially like the, I am a millennial, but like a lot of the millennials, I think millennials are fucking soft. Like, if you're 24 and, or if you're like 23 and under, I think you're vast majority of you are bitches. Just letting you guys know that. Um, <laughs> but I'm also like, man, they're not even on my, uh, they're not even on my radar. And I right. love that. Cause it's less people that I have to pass. Like I'll be at FedEx sometimes and I'll like, these people are just like, Oh, like, Oh, my back hurts. And Oh, like I, my car broke down and this and it working so much. And I worked 45 hours and yada, yada, it's hard. And it's, and I'm like, perfect. Yeah, so not that's a lot of one fucking and... less person that I have to pass because I know that I'm going to get to a point where it's either going to be damn near unbearable, it's going to be hella hard, it's going to be tiring, long hours, or I'm going to be treated unfairly or whatever. Even the black thing could come up. Like, I mean, we see it at FedEx. You go to higher upper echelon, like a vast majority of the upper manager is not black, and it just it just doesn't like. I'm on my. I'm going. I'm yeah. going one way or the other. I'm either going through that fucking wall that you put in front of me, over it, around it. I could give a fuck. Um, but that's what I'm going to do. And some people are like, well, he doesn't like me. And so it's unfair. So that's why I didn't get the job. I'm like, oh, or yeah. 
You didn't make yourself undeniable. Stop your bitching and make yourself undeniable. Work harder than the next guy. Work harder than every single person. Like, yep. make whoever is in the position who could possibly make an unfair decision about you, make them put them in a situation where they'd look like a fool if they did. I think that's what bothers me most about leaving FedEx is I, I was that guy. Yeah. I woke up every day. Not I didn't miss a day, but right. I woke up every day for nine years. Mm-hmm proving a point that I wanted to show up there and be the hardest working person there. Right. And I think undeniably, if you ask my team or my drivers that I had, like I ran the belt, I was on there. It's true. I was on preload with you for sure. Yeah. There was a, there was a select few of you on K while that were like, all right, well those are the guys who are going to be here every day Yep. and work their ass off. And that was, that was my entire goal is like, I have to be that guy. Yeah. Uh, I know that there was a lot of people that would show me up and like, they would work way harder than me or I was just exhausted or be, or like, uh, going through a breakup or or something where it affected me physically where yeah. but I still my goal was to be the hardest working person in the room. Fuck yeah. And then if you don't get something, yeah, you can sleep at night. Yeah. Like there's a there's a interview with Will Smith on a talk show and I don't know which one it was, but he was talking about how competitive he is. He's like if you put me and someone else on a treadmill and see who can run the longest, there's two things that are gonna happen. I'm either gonna win or die trying. It's not like someone fell down some stairs. Are you sure your house isn't haunted? Ghost town. Yeah, yeah but, you were talking about millennials. And I, I have to ask somebody that I feel like I'm older than you. Yeah. How old are you? I, I'm going to be 40 at the end of this okay. month. So I'm, uh, by definition, I'm outside the cusp of being a millennial. You're out. But I don't, I don't know for sure what, I don't really care. But I, I particularly. Your, genera- your generation whiskey. <laughs> generation whiskey. Stay strong. Stay strong. Stay strong whiskey. But I, I love millennials. I do. I think they're the most moldable people on the planet. Yeah. And by that, I mean, like, they're always so thirsty to do the right thing. Right. You know, whether it's wrong, they, they in their mind, if they've been educated that that's the right way, they want to be the right. They want to do the right thing. Yeah. And uh, that's why I love that age group. I really do. I absolutely just love them. The age group now that is like preteen now, I can't stand. Right. Right. These kids think they know everything. But we were there once. You that know what an, I mean? That is an interesting thing, thing to say. They are. They're very moldable. Yeah. But and they do. They're very hungry to do the right thing. They are. They are. And they always. It's almost like they don't like the fact that they think society doesn't like them. Right. But that's not the truth at all. I think. I th- okay. Because so- people that are older than me, baby boomers, generation Xers, whatever was that preceded me. Uh, they didn't like my generation. Right. You know, and so on and so forth. They're, you are not going to like your children's children's generation. Correct. They're going to be assholes to you. I think that's a good point that you made, though. I think that they are hungry to do the right thing. Always. So I'll, I won't retract what I said earlier, but I'll layer on top of it. I think that if the generation that you're talking about who's hungry to do the right thing, would, mm-hmm. they're very present, but educate themselves on the past on failed and successful attempts of previous generations trying to do the right thing correct they, you know yeah. what i mean like and understanding that one to get everyone to do the right thing is a process it takes a it takes a while and there's just you know what i mean like i don't know if that makes sense but um, I, I think what it is is like I, I i look at my generation as being the skeptical generation mm-hmm. there's a garbage island floating out in the pacific ocean It's a whole island the size of texas made out of just garbage yeah my generation goes, the world will figure it out. Yeah. Like, it, yeah, you're right. Rain, you're right. acid rain or sea life or the salt water will dissolve it and it'll go away and it won't be our problem. Yeah, yeah. You know, uh, global warming is not like 
the yeah. fucking earth's shifting. Like it's yeah. we we are cynical to like it's not this isn't COVID, it's the fucking flu. Yeah, you're you know? right. We are, we are that general. Yeah. I am that generation. Mm-hmm. And I know this out loud. Okay. I know this out loud that I am that generation. The millennial generation, this is where they stand you're fucking out. Educating me on myself right now. This by the is way, so why I they stand you. out to me, is they'll go, Well, we need to fucking assemble. Yeah. Let's get the, the Facebook this. Let's get a group of people together. I want everyone with shovels and we're gonna go fucking go get this garbage island. Yeah, yeah. Like my generation's like, fuck the garbage island, dude. It's yeah. it's out in the ocean. We can't yeah, see they're it like, my house. Why who cut all who cut these fucking trees down? Why did we cut all these trees down? No, I wanna know. We're like we're like, damn, it's a lot of trees that they cut down. <laughs> Yeah. Oh, you want to go grab a beer? <laughs> Did you see any of us go out there and try to stop the rainforest? We're like, no, my, our generation is like, the trees will grow back. Yeah. Like, we didn't plant them. They were there already, so they'll grow back. Are there still trees left? They're like, yeah, like, okay, I'm going to take off then. <laughs> <laughs> so someone's got shade. Yeah, it, no, you're yeah. right. You're right. I, yeah. yeah. I think I have a, I, I, sometimes I get upset at, like, my opinions, my own opinions and, like, my own, like, you know, there are times where I wish that I was a little bit like more understanding and more compassionate and things like that. You know, like sometimes I think cause my dad just like beat such a blue collar mentality uh, into me, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like that it kind of, it skews me away from, like you said, this generation that's coming up that is hungry to, yeah to do the right thing. I think, I think they're the game changer. I you really know? do. I mean, look at the movements that have happened with them behind the wheel. Correct. You know, uh, like I'm all about the black lives matter. Yeah. Yeah, I am. I am one hundred percent. I, I yeah. my, my stepdad is black. The unbelievable, yeah, black. the unbelievable amount of awareness, yeah. just by the ruthless, ruthless consistency, is the, unbelievable. The the compassion that comes from it. See, my again, I'm gonna separate the generations. My generation, we'll see a, a group of protesters that are protesting Black Lives. We get uncomfortable. We're like, well, it's not our place. Right. We can't get in the middle yeah, of yeah. that. Not our fight. They'll go. We don't care. We're for them. Yeah, you know, yeah. They, like I said, they're. They're hungry to do the right thing. Yeah. And uh and moldable. You know what I mean? Like whenever there's an issue, big or small, they've got their hand in it. Yeah. You know? And they're whether it's what they're doing is just absolutely asinine, but they're still their intentions are in the right spot. Correct. You the know? heart is in the right place. Absolutely. I think that with uh since COVID and everything, I think that it's it's like hypersensitive, mm-hmm. you know, like almost to the point where like they're a little there's a some of the movement not BLM, but just like in general has become like almost like far fetched, like not quite reality, but you're 100% right. Like there's a massive population, uh, in this country and around the world that care about the human being more yeah. than the exterior, Yeah, which is huge because every single, you know, powerful either empire or country or economy or victory has happened by usually oppression and slavery. And it's, you know, things are built off of that. And it's like, there's this massive piece of population that it's like, yeah, we'll do it, but we're not going to do it like that. Like you said, we're going to yeah. do it the right way. Yeah. We're going to figure out how to do it. And I think that's why there's like this wild whiplash and backlash. Because if you were to expose the real fine tunings, I bet, up at the top on how the country is run and how it was made, mm-hmm. it probably, even people who have the darkest opinions on this country, it would probably scare the living shit out of them. How really, yeah. how much greed and, and hate and just, yeah, greed and hate was up at the top to, to do it. Yeah. You know what I mean? I think, uh, to be honest with you, looking back at a lot of things that are happening in the world now, and I 
this is from my perspective, somebody that's not involved. Yeah. You know, I didn't riot. I didn't peaceful protest. I didn't, I didn't have a voice. I'm part of that generation that was like, nah, this has nothing to do with me. I didn't do that. Yeah. You know, and the last thing I want to do is involve myself in something where I'm further going to offend someone when it's not, it's not for me. Yeah. You know, uh, it doesn't mean I don't care, but I think that goes right back to the point I was going to make is that I think that with a lot of shit that's going on in the world, I think there's a lot, a lot of misunderstandings. I think one side feels that the other doesn't care or hates. Correct. And it's vice versa. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? I, I feel like if we sit down, educate each other, talk to each other and talk, not argue, not debate, just talk, talk it out, get to know one yeah. another. Yeah. Cause we've, we've become deaf. Yeah. Like the country has become very, very deaf. It's two teams. It's either your BLM, your for police reform, you're about all of it. Or you're a racist. Or you're a Trump supporting racist. Yeah. Those are like the two and I was literally just texting my son's mother about this. I'm actually gonna I'm actually gonna read the text because it it just it just landed properly. I was like uh And I really can't believe it's it's hard for me to really establish the world, I feel like we're taking some steps back, backwards. I agree. I um, I definitely agree on that. Uh, I, when it first started, yeah, I was like, oh, this could be good. Yeah, there's a pandemic. Everyone has to care about everybody else. Right. And then the 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 pro, like, I'm all about people's freedom to go protest, and it was all over oh, yeah. the world, hundreds and hundreds of thousands of people. Yeah. This is what I wrote. I said, I hope people can figure out that there isn't just two teams to be to be on in this country. The cancel culture is silencing a lot of good information. It's a bummer. Both sides have become radical almost. It's a scary thing to watch and read about, especially if you get past the first, especially if you get past the first paragraph of an article written, which is almost nobody, the details are disturbing, you know? And it's like, there's two teams. It's it's wild. You know, like it's, and I think that's a big part of, I think that's taking a step backwards. Yeah. Big time. I think it was like, it was looking good yeah. and it does not look good anymore. No, there's so much hate. Oh God. And it's almost like they're, yeah, it's almost like the, they're listening to that side of the shoulder where they're being inspired to hate or there's only one shoulder now. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. like, Oh, I've made up my mind. Like I've, I've watched people on YouTube. Like I'll watch the YouTube videos of like, you know, people like arguing and, you know, debating mm-hmm. and someone will say something. And then the next person, it doesn't matter if it's Republican or Democrat, like someone will say something that's fact, pretty factual and like, and, and it's like, all right, well, that makes sense. And then the other person will literally respond and like nothing was just said to them. Yeah. And I'm like, okay, but like, you know, did you, did you hear, did yeah. you hear what they just, just said? So let's build off of what they just said. And, but they're like, this is it. Yeah. It's like one, there's only two ways to think almost. It feels like, which is fucking dangerous bro it's fucking dangerous yeah i think you know it's like, weird it is a weird situation and it's it, and it gets harder and harder every day to elaborate and you know offer up an opinion or it, it's almost like they're asking you to take a side yeah big time and i think that's what's silencing people i uh, mean me for instance i i i it's not that i don't care i just i can't get in the middle of that because uh I have a lot of friends. Yeah. You know, and they're across the board and I don't want to lose them. And right. I don't, that's why I don't talk politics with people. Right. That's why the only trash talking that I'll do where I'm bashing someone is if like they're a Raiders fan. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, exactly. <laughs> you know what I mean? Um, 
something that's safe. Yeah. If you would. But yeah. there's a lot of unsafe topics now. Yeah. Like I didn't go out and protest either. I didn't write and I haven't like posted anything about it or anything like yeah. that because uh, I just choose. Uh, I, I just don't think I don't like how general the argument has become, mm-hmm. you know, like we'll use police. I've had some terrible interactions with police. Oh, yeah. I have obviously been discriminated against big time, you know, spent most most of my life black. Right. Almost mm-hmm. all of it. Right. <laughs> Since when? Like what year? What? Well, yeah, ninety-two was a big year for me. Um, but uh, but I've also had interactions that are good. Mm-hmm. I do know that there needs to be huge police reform, and there is police brutality, big time. But I just don't. I don't support the generality of like all cops. I just. I just won't. I'm not going to be a person. I have chosen personally not to do that. You know, mm-hmm. like it seems like all Republicans are fucking terrible people. And I don't believe that. Right. And I'm not going to, I'm not going to join a fight if that's if I join. That's what I have to believe, and that's the voice that I'm going to be speaking on. Like I just won't do it. You know, mm-hmm. like I I just won't. I right, think right. many situations are circumstantial, and I think that I agree with a lot of things that are going on, but the generality has divided us so much yeah. that I just I won't. Uh, so I stay in my own ecosystem. You know, I yeah. help my nephews and I help my, my family, my sister, my brother, you know, my dad, my mom, the kids that I work with, the people at work, the people that are around me, mm-hmm. you know, I'll fight on, I'll fight on that scale. But like, it's, it's weird, you know, like it's, it's, you know, like I had a buddy who's like posted this thing and he's like, yo, repost this. And it was like, it was something about like defund all police. I was like, I'm not going to do that. Yeah, no, that, like, I, that has never made sense to me, but holy yeah. shit, it doesn't make sense to me. This, I mean, look at New York. New York's crime rate is fucking through the roof. Like New York is, like I think they were saying, like I think it's like twenty two percent of the population in some cities have left because it's fucking crazy. The crime is through the roof. Look at fucking Portland. They commandeered six blocks. You heard about that, right? Yeah, yeah. Commandeered six blocks is fucking riots all the time. People are getting like murdered and beaten and stuff. And they're still the mayor's still pushing to like defund the police even more and it's very strange i don't understand that you know what i mean like what what what, you know like (laughs) what happens when someone because kicks your fucking door in you know what i mean or like they took those six city blocks like what did they do they came in they removed people right took them out of their homes took them out of their businesses forced them to follow these laws decided that this was going to be their place. These are the people that run it and they run it from brut- by brutality and fear, if you would. And they went completely against what is lawful. And I'm like, isn't that worth fighting against? Yeah. <laughs> it's counter, counter. Isn't that? <laughs> Wait, what yeah. is happening? You know? So it's, it's just become so general that I just, uh, you know, like I'll have conversations with people that, that can decipher like every situation. Yeah. But man, it's, do you, it's, do, it's you have, bad. do you have cops that listen to your show? Um, I don't know. I would hope so. I really like to have a cop on here. Oh yeah, no. We, uh, we should make that a goal. To find I a cop. really, I really like because I want to have like, I would love to have opposite ends of the spectrum. You know, like I'd love yeah. to have a cop on here. Mm-hmm. Then I'd like to have like a big time black advocate out here. Yeah. Uh, uh, you know, like I, I'd like to have all of them and just and just fucking listen to them because I know some cops like some of the like. Or even like it's become so general. Like I hear people talking about the military. Yeah, and I'm like, whoa, whoa, pump, pump the brakes. You know what I mean? Like, I'm sure the military does some sick shit because they're following orders. But like, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. 
but yeah, I, I don't know if I have any cop uh, listeners, but well, if there is, all any, are welcome. Yeah, all are welcome, definitely. And uh, if there are any cops listening, there. Somebody told me one time that. Uh, let me rewind that a little bit. Have you, I doubt you were bullied in school? Uh, no, you didn't have a. You've always kind of been a bigger guy, right? Actually, uh, a little bit, a little bit. I grew up. At, I went to Petaluma High, so when I was younger, mm-hmm. and I wasn't quite as proven physically, if you would. Um, there was a lot of like hicks in the town and mm-hmm. I would get bullied for, I was the only, pretty much the only black kid. Okay. Know? Um, but I just kind of put myself in a situation where I was like kind of friends with everybody and a social butterfly and, oh, gotcha. you know, I kind of had friends in all different groups, but definitely, you know, like okay. there's a couple guys like, a like, I'm sure I doubt they'll listen, but there's like a guy named like a Bruno Hale is this big old country yeah. fucking corn fed hay, hay bucking motherfucker. Right. He was a big time bully, but for the most part, not really. Well, I, I was, mm-hmm. and, uh, cause I, I was just a little guy in school and you know, I didn't have any brothers, you know, it was just me and three sisters. I had three sisters, have three sisters. And, uh, I, I, I got bullied a little bit, a fair amount. Mm-hmm. And when you walk through a school and you, you get bullied one time, it just takes one time. You see that person in the corner of your eye, you instantly feel that like, Oh God, don't see me or, uh, and then it creates this environment where you can only take that so long where you want, you want to hide from them almost. Right. Before you just kind of lash out. Mm-hmm. And that's what happens to the bullies. They lash out. Now, it, I've been pulled over before mm-hmm. when I was when I first got my driver's license. And I remember thinking, dude, I was doing 53 in a 45. I was so pissed because he wrote me a ticket. Right. And the cop was doing his job. You know, he did, by protocol, by the book, did his job. I, at the time, was a young kid. I was 16. I was so pissed. I was like, fuck this fucking pig. You know, I hate cops. I went on this whole thing because I, I felt as if I got bullied. Yeah. But in all reality, like, cause and effect. Right. You know, I didn't really grasp that concept until, honestly, until I was a father of my own. Mm-hmm. And I get to see my children experience same same things and, and shit like that. But, uh... You, you, I lived the whole rest of my, you know, high school career, like constantly like looking in the mirror, fuck, is that a cop back there? Is that a cop? And I think that being, you know, in a FedEx employee, I'm going to use this as an example. Honestly, we can never live this shit down. There's a video of a guy throwing a TV over a fence. Right. The whole world sees all FedEx guys as that guy. Right. Right. It took one person to fuck this up. Yeah. Yeah. We're not all like that. I, I was a very good FedEx driver. Mm-hmm. Very good. Yeah. So you're saying like when it comes to like cops, like we see the bad cops. Yeah. A lot. And that's all like one, one person that the, was a five dudes with the Rodney King thing. Mm-hmm. And uh, then so more, on. It was so definitely forth. more than five. I, I, I don't really remember. Yeah. He was fucking beat by a lot of them. But anyways, yeah. doesn't matter the number. Uh, yeah. He's and then, and beat. then it was like, uh, Trayvon Martin. Mm-hmm. Trayvon Martin. Uh, off duty, uh, I believe many, many, many in uh, there, between those, but yes, been those are so big ones. fucking many. And, and that's what it is, is in the limelight, we're seeing the bad guy. We're seeing the bully. Yeah. And that's what society is looking at. There's taking a step back and going, Oh God, they're all fucking like that. But I just, yeah. But, and, and they'll never live that down I, yeah. as FedEx people. We, we can never live that down. It wasn't us. It wasn't yeah. even the same company. I agree. Yeah. It wasn't even the same entity, No, but we had, but we had the badge yeah, if you would. Same color. Yep. But what sucks is like, you know, cause there are the fucking monsters. Like I've been pulled over. I literally could not tell you how many times I've been pulled over dead serious. And there's people who walk up to your window and be like license or registration. You hand mm-hmm. it to them. They'll walk back, run your plates, run your numbers, come back to your window and just hand you your license registration. Say you're good to go. Yeah. Like that's fucked up and it happens all the time. 
It's not protocol. It's not nothing. Like they took a guess. They guessed wrong, ate right. it, and went back into their car. What it should be is we should find a way to fucking squeeze the bottleneck to like force these pieces of shit and these fucking monsters who are these racist fucking pigs because they're in there and find a way to squeeze them the fuck out by strickening the process of who gets in you know and like much more strenuous training and psychiatric uh, evaluation so they are the best the best like i'm sure a lot of people will not agree but it's like fund those guys tenfold make sure they're yeah. absolutely trained make sure they have to go through things like uh, suds like the military does like the seals do right yeah because you're just letting every not every but i mean uh, anybody any who wants fucking to make over 50 Joe, grand, yeah just be a college degree and there's yeah. fucking monsters out there and yeah. we need to find a way to squeeze the sque- you know squeeze the bottleneck to expose them and then crucify these sons of bitches but what we're doing is we're crucifying it in a hole as a whole like right. it doesn't matter what category it is it's like you know like every white person's a bad white person because of white privilege you know like mm-hmm. that's sometimes a narrative and i don't agree with that like i've had way too fucking many people in my life shout out to you mom i love you way too many people in my life that have been so monumental in getting to me where i'm at that are white that any any mention of categorizing all white people i'll take a step back i just won't be in there yeah. i'm not going to join that fight you know, like this person did this, this person did that. Like, let's find a way to expose these fucking monsters. Right. Because there's a way to. We just got to organize and do it like with the cops. Like, let's let's weed these SOBs out. Right. And you, they could. I mean, look at this. There's this guy named Jocko. Do you know who that is? He's no. on Joe Rogan's podcast all the time. I forget his last name, but he's an old retired Navy SEAL. Okay. And he's a bad motherfucker, dude. And Joe Rogan's talking to him. He's like, how many seals like drop out? And he's like, pretty much none. He's like, what? You don't lose like seals really? He's like, not really. Like once you're in, like once you're a seal, Mm -hmm. never really. And he's like, because by that time we've weeded them out. Yeah. You know, like by that time they've gone through so much evaluation and so much training and so like, if you're not fit for the job, we know by now. Yeah. You know, and like, that's how it should be for a fucking police officer. He said like 20% of a police officer's time should be training. You should pull them off their beat and they mm-hmm. should be training. You yeah. know what I mean? Like maybe a couple hours a day or however you want to do it, but going through scenarios and evaluation and physical training and things like that. Yeah. So you're sharp. You're always sharpened. That's who I'll call. You know what I mean? Yeah. But like, and that's, that's how it should be. But you know, you got little man syndrome, bullied, uneducated, or just bad people Yeah, that are, you know, wearing the uniform. And then it's like, like you said, cause and effect. So now there's this massive narrative yeah, about police officers. Like there's people, I know people who will fucking, they will kill a cop. Like it's gotten to the point where there's like people are, will stand up against a cop in a violent form of way. So now right. it's like, you know, depending where you are, it's probably more likely than others. But like now shit, you're a cop. It's like, I'm walking up. Maybe you're a good guy, but it's like, you're you're a you're a, a white dude, and you pull over a black dude in the hood, and you just pulled him over because he was speeding. But in the back of your head, I don't care who you are. It's like that kid in there might fucking want to kill me, right? You know what I mean? And I look like a person who wants to kill him. Yeah. So now it's like, what's well, that bully mentality? The fucking tension is like, whoa, dude. I can imagine. You know what I mean? A lot of society is thinking, oh shit, if I get pulled over, chances are I run the risk of getting shot. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh my god, I might die right now. Yeah. But that, I mean, and a bit, I put a big 
piece of the responsibility on the the cops who who are good cops because it sucks that they get put into that category. Mm-hmm. But also, like being a police officer is a brotherhood, you yeah. know. And nine times out of ten, like if your brother does something wrong, like if my boy Teo did something wrong, I'm gonna back him. Yeah, you know what I mean. That's just loyalty to a fault. Yeah. So it's like you know, even if you're a great guy and you join the police force right now, whether it's true or not, but the narrative is you join that clique. Like yeah. you are now, you're guilty by association. You wanted that. So if you're not yeah. stopping it, you know what I mean? Then you're just as bad as the next one. You yeah. know what I mean? That is a bad one. And to be honest with you, like, I don't necessarily think that that's a, a, ba- a bad thing. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Cause like, it's just, it's a fucking mess. That's what it is. <laughs> the more I talk about it, it's a yeah. it's, a, it's a fucking mess, dude. You, you can't. And there's not there. There really isn't. And I know that everyone with their whole protest that there's there's that one magic thing they want to say mm-hmm. to be all end all, you right. know, or one gesture to do. And it's like, oh shit, fix the problem. You yeah. know, but it's not. It's this is like a generations of problem, and it's been since the police force was ever created. Like oh, yeah. that has been a problem. Well, like you look back and rooted, like police force was built, um, you know, past, past the sheriff police force was built to hunt down escaped or freed slaves, you know, like generationally the, the enforcement was that. And then enforcement went through the roof when the, um, when the 13th amendment was first birth, when uh, slavery was abolished mm-hmm. and they started, putting in them in, you know, they were all prisoners, you know what I right, mean? It was right. a legal form of, of slavery. So, but like back then it's a completely different day and like, that's not how it is now, but like there's root cause that systematic oppression was built in the foundation. Oh, yeah. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? No matter what anybody thinks like there 300, 400 years ago, black people were looked at as three fifths of a human being and they were slaves. So like the country, which is economically boomed because of slavery with cotton and economics and tobacco and all that stuff, mm-hmm. we boomed because um, we had that type of labor. You right. know what I mean? And we were able to do things that other countries could not because we didn't have to pay anybody. Right. So it's deep rooted, you know, like that's not the way it is now. But to think that all of it is gone, it's just asinine. Yeah. yeah and it, and it, it's got, I mean, it's got to go, but. You know, it's, it's still there. It's still very present. It's fucking wild. Yeah. And also you can go back, you can still go down to the deep South and there's some wild shit. Oh, I believe that. There's some wild shit. Like my, my boy lives in Atlanta and he was like, yeah, dude, like you drive like 50 miles out of the city. And there's places that have like separate bathrooms still. That's fucking just that. I was like beyond me. That's beyond me. <laughs> oh shit. Sheltered over here on the West Coast, dude. I it, when it's things like that, I almost want to identify as something completely different from any of the human race whatsoever. Because straight up, I want my own bathroom. I'm trying to be a deer. Yeah, yeah. No, I, mean, I I'm I've been telling people for years that I identify as a popsicle. Yeah, <laughs> so that they can suck it. <laughs> Big facts, dude. I yeah. mean, they're doing it now. There's like, I mean, how many how many things can you identify as now? You can I identify as everything. It's, really. it's limitless. Yeah, limitless, like, yeah. dude, I, I want to identify as a grizzly bear. Like, don't fuck with me. You know what I mean? See, now as a popsicle, I feel like someone should have hung me in a tree or something, and out of your reach. This yeah. exactly. Yeah, now I'm in danger. Yeah, people are like, <laughs> like, I don't identify as anything. Yeah. What? How does that? What? What oh, bathroom God. do you go in? <laughs> <laughs> there was a. There was a a lady. Well, she was okay. Let me rephrase it. She was born a man, mm-hmm. 
and uh, it made the news and everything. I remember reading an article about this. She she was born a man, uh, transgender. I'm all about to do your thing, you know. Do right. you? Yeah, live your um, life. Now a woman tried to compete in a weightlifting competition with uh, other women. Yes, yes. And they, uh, cro- I guess it was CrossFit, tried to say, no, no, you can't do that. Yeah, yeah. Because uh, you're a man. Right. I mean. Oh, God. There was there was one know. there was one in seems like a high school sport. There was a guy who identified as a female. Yeah, and he was a track runner, and he was just fucking smoking females. And finally, they were like, "All right, dude, like, what's going on here?" I think that happened in the UFC too. Yeah, yeah. there was. Did you see that thing about the? There's this woman. I think she ran runs track. I don't remember where she's from, but like. She was born a woman. She's a woman, mm-hmm. but she has like something going on where she produces a ton of testosterone. Woman, no surgery, oh. doesn't identify as anything else or isn't like in, in any of those communities. Yeah. She's just, a, I think she's a track runner, but she has something. I don't know what it's called, but she produces more testosterone almost as much as a male. Yeah. That's and she's a thing. just yeah. fucking pillaging these, her competition. Right, right. And I think they came out and said that like, if she wants to compete, she has to do some type of surgeries or take some medication to like bring down her testosterone. But I'm like, what the fuck? Like Michael Phelps is like wingspan is like 21 feet. He's a fucking freak webbed feet. Like he's a freak. He's not <laughs> right. like a normal human, but you're not making him have surgery to be like everybody else. Right. Right. That's one instance where I'm like, damn, go yeah, girl. Like, it. yeah, get damn, it. Damn dude. You know, Jesus, if I, if I was just like genetically had more fast twitch muscles, I'd just be smoking Usain Bolt and be like, suck it, dude. Yeah. You're not going to remove half my calf. In all fairness, this is a conversation that we had at work earlier today because we were talking about the whole transgender thing. And I have a, a friend, uh, more of an acquaintance. Well, she started off as a woman. Okay. Uh, I'm going to go ahead and say this. She was a woman that would catch your eye. Oh. You're like, oh, she's Ew. she's curvy. She's pretty in the face yeah. all that she's got it going on and then she went through this transformation and, and she left the job that she was at so i didn't see her for a while uh-huh. and then she came back i'm talking like she put on a lot of weight full beard she was a man yeah she was a man and uh i didn't recognize her at first him and he walked up to me he's like what well you don't you don't want to say hi i'm like Oh shit! Now I'm an asshole. Yeah, yeah. Because I haven't been following your progress. Yeah, you know. And uh, oh. <laughs> but I, I told I told him that, and I was like, "Look, look, dude, I'm gonna be straight with you right now, okay? I want to see it. Let me see it. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you went from a woman to a dude, yeah. and you're 100 percent. You're 100 percent complete. Yeah. Okay. I want to see it. I want to see it because I was given this yeah. by my parents. I am, you know, I am battle tested <laughs> heterosexual. I need to touch it. Yeah. I need to see this. I thing. need to fucking, because yeah. if you get to pick your own, yeah. I want to see what you would pick. Is it black? <laughs> I want to see it. They're sitting there like, Hmm, like sitting there like, Oh, I'll take that. Like, well, the color contrast will be a little different. <laughs> like, yeah, but that is a big black. Thing. I will take that. He looks at me and he goes, well, if you were a woman and you transferred to a man, what would you want to be? Or what would yours look like? I'm all, the fucking Taco Time cactus. Yeah. For, <laughs> straight up, dude. I would want an absolute hog in there, dude. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Even in color, I want green. Thank you. you. Know? Yeah. I want to stand out in a crowd. You know? I've always wanted to be Asian. Do you have a yellow one? Like, all right, now it's getting out of Could control. Could you imagine having the Taco Time cactus dick? And you walk into that swingers club. Yeah. And 
you could just say the most outlandish shit and catch everyone's eye. You're just standing there with your Taco Time cactus hanging oh, yeah. out. Some Nike Tech gray sweatpants. Oh, yeah. It's just boop. Absolutely. You're sporting the side pipe. Mm-hmm. Side pipes. The side know? pipes. And uh, <laughs> you walk over and you turn and look at the rest of the crowd while they're all kind of like trying not to make eye contact with you. And you go, mm, yeah. this is delicious ambrosia salad. <laughs> <laughs> I've never been to a swingers club. But I know there's ambrosia salad. But I know salad. there's ambrosia salad. <laughs> The <laughs> oh shit! The fried pickles are <laughs> unbelievable, dude. I feel like uh, I feel like this uh, conversation is gonna get fucking crazy, so I'm gonna cut it before it does. And like I told you before, bro. Yeah, it happens that quick. Fucking yeah. over two hours. Holy fuck! I'm dead serious. Two hours and ten minutes. Well, let's fucking cut it, dude. I think we had a really good show, man. Dude, I can't tell you how much I appreciate you popping on the show, reaching out to me. Yeah. You know what I mean? And just the, the way that you wanted to do it just to, yeah. just to be supportive. You just know? like just to show when you messaged love. me and you were like, I just love what you're doing, man. Like yeah. I don't need anything. I just want to pop in and hang out. So that's, that's fucking awesome, dude. I, I love what you're doing on YouTube. I love that. Uh, you know, we're both just trying to entertain people. Yeah. So I'm glad yeah. that we're able to do it. Um, if we can kill two hours like this, we gotta have a we gotta have another show. Oh no! You know, definitely. as I keep going, like have me I, back. I want to yeah. make sure to just have my buddies on the show all the time. Yeah, so for, so for keep real. track. I hope all I hope all the fifty people in fucking Utah and all the people you've been shouting <laughs> all that stuff. I hope they like it. Um, but uh, yeah, I mean, everyone enough. that watches the video is gonna see that. I mean, you're you're set up. You you've you have a legit operation. Here. Yeah, no, I appreciate and that. I, when I saw that that's what you were doing, I'm like, oh my God, dude, I, I have to be part of this. Yeah. You know, it was either be on someone's podcast or be a guest star in The Simpsons. And I told you, I yeah. was going to do one of them and now I can cross this off. Here you are, list. bucket so, list crossed off. Yeah. And you're, this is legit. I, I feel like we got to say a lot of shit. Yeah. We didn't get to, I mean, we probably offended a lot of people. Yeah. Welcome to the world. Yeah. 2020. Learn to take a joke. Yeah. Learn to take a joke. <laughs> it was all love, you know, yeah. on the quarter life crisis. That's why I named it quarter life crisis. We're just here trying to figure it out one day at a time. We don't know what the fuck's going on, but we'll give it our best guess, man. So yeah. appreciate you. Can't thank you enough. Um, great episode. And uh, we'll tune in next time. Yeah. Pleasure's all mine, man. Thank you. Podcast Poppy is out. See you later, folks.